is brought to you by the Realm of Collectors. Please stand by and take your seats. Good evening and welcome to Masterpiece Shitpiece Theater. If you would please kindly take your seats. The show will begin momentarily. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another Friday night and welcome to Masterpiece Shitpiece Theater. I'm your host, Nick Brammer, and we are fully booked. We've got our regular crew. Unfortunately, our guest had to cancel this week, but we wish him all the best and hope everything's good with him. I'm going to go ahead and start with intros and get us through these as quick as possible so we can get you guys some good content. Josh Fisher, go ahead and tell them where you're at, please. Uh, well, you can, not only can you find me here every Friday night with you guys on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel, live around 9 p.m. Uh, you can also catch me on the All Cued Up podcast with my friend Greg. We publish every Friday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. New episode out today. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and all those other social media platforms. Uh, the links are on my Facebook page. Facebook, you know, go by regular name. It's a public profile. Just find the links there and follow me. Sounds good, sir. Cool, dude. Rob Milton. Well, after last week, you can find me hanging out in the land of Oz. There's... Where'd he go? Hey, oh, my God, he froze. Oh. It's the <laughs> revenge of the storm. Look, yeah, he's... Poor Rob. <laughs> You, you can't you can't podcast from Oz. So, currently a witch bitch underneath my house. I still haven't bothered to. Wait, am I front Rosen still? You're 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 better. Now. What you're better now. the hell just happened? It like that was. I don't fucking know. Ever really since creepy. last week, it's been like goofy. <laughs> okay, no are point. you in Oz or are you in Disneyland? <laughs> One day, I don't even know at this point. Did you pick me up? <laughs> God damn! <laughs> every time he talks, every time he starts talking about it, dude. he needs to start feeding that fucking hamster better. God damn yeah, it! Yeah, no man, it's like uh, <laughs> that smell—it's not a witch at your house landed on it's the dead hamster in your uh, fucking wheel powered your internet. There's little oh, people he's left. back. He's oh, back. Oh my god! Here we go. The sad part is I have. Oh my god! Right, hey, you John, wouldn't know or, that, would you? It's working, Rob. Not to say tonight, everything you that you were gonna say in that really quick. Go. I'm podcasting for Bob as you can find me up. (laughs) 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 Fuck it. Russ, Russ. where are you at? Yeah, it's Russ the Mustard, guys. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
And um, yeah, late, lately, uh, the the store horseman uh, website. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I got a lot of. I'm going to be spending a lot of money. The Facebooks and somewhere on Instagram. I don't give up. The horsemen are taking all my money. God damn it! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! He dropped. Oh, <laughs> no. oh no! I'm so sorry. The man. revenge of the storm, man. Nothing yeah. to. He was still trying to give his intro. Hey, <laughs> he can't hear anything we're saying. I don't Dude, that's, that sucks when that shit doesn't work. Oh, well, I know. I know. Well, he's he's Rob's hobbies on Instagram. Rob Miller. <laughs> groups in here every Friday night. <laughs> Jesus, All Christopher. Right. All right, Sam, you better move on and do yours real yeah. quick. Yeah. Something yeah. Something yeah. Else it's the same 8 9 on Instagram. Sam me in the group show Friday night. Nick, where you at, dude? <laughs> I am Nick Brammer in the Facebook groups, masterpiece underscore shit piece on motherfucking Instagram, and Brammer underscore Nick on Twitter. And... Damn, they got a motherfucking Instagram? I just use regular Instagram. That's right. Well, those of us that are true motherfuckers get this premium package. Mm-hmm. Misty's nice. got kids. Nobody told me about this. Huh. Lord, 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 Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Glory is a great movie. Just watch it, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to truck along until Rob can fix his internet. Uh, we had a guest lined up for tonight, so unfortunately this show might go a little short, but we do have some content for you guys, and we even got a little discussion later. So we're going to go ahead and start with these news stories, and we're going to start off first with Lucifer. Uh, Lucifer was a series on Fox, and yep. it went three three seasons there. The fourth season, after Fox neglected to pick it up, went up onto Netflix. Season four was ten episodes. Season five, the final season, will now be 16 episodes. <clears throat> nice. Wait, so it's, you said it's a final one? Yes, uh, okay. season five is supposed to be the final one, but you never know because uh, uh, another uh, news that came out of SDCC is that um, Young Justice, the st- the uh, is it Young Justice Outsiders, mm-hmm. is picked up for another season now. Yes. After what they said was the, going show, to be the man. final season, so if people keep supporting Lucifer <clears throat> like they have been, I don't see how Netflix is going to stop it. Yeah, awesome. as long as, awesome. they, as long as it gets enough people wanting it, they're gonna. Yeah, go for I mean it. it's a really fun show. You know, it was Lucifer. Yeah, Lucifer, Lucifer's a lot of fun. That's what I've heard, man. It's very bingeable. Um, bingeable, bingeable. The char- the characters are interesting. Uh, yeah. Tom Ellis is kind of a man crush. You know what I'm saying? That dude, that dude is fucking smooth <laughs> as shit. Um, it's a it's a it's a really good show. It's well done. Um, it's one of my wife's favorite shows. And like usually, me and her, we don't like the same shit. But uh, going on, for Lucifer, we'll both watch it together. Dude, that's always something special. Whenever because yeah. me and my wife are the same way. Like we don't like any of the same stuff. But when we actually do find something that we both enjoy, like all that's a big deal, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Yes. Like, yes. I'm, I'm happy because like I showed her the boys trailer last night, and she's interested in the boys. Oh, so wow. hopefully, we can watch that together, dude. I watched yeah. the first three episodes today. Holy shit! Yeah, it's it's great. Now, nah, see, I can't and, wait. And see, like the thing is, is the Watchmen trailer looked fucking brilliant to me. Mm-hmm. But she was like, "Fuck that, no." Uh-uh. And I see, forget- I, yeah. 
Anna's the same way. There's sometimes it's hot and cold. Mm-hmm. There'll be things that we both are into, and then some things I'll be into, and she'll be like, nah, "Not really, not for me." I'm What's like, something that you've both been into, Russ? Was that now again? What's something you guys are both into? Well, uh, we like this show that comes on um, Hulu. That's uh, called ha- Handmaiden's Tale. Mm. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's yeah. Tale. Yeah, it's 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 it's, 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 a, it's a it's really a very interesting show. Actually, <laughs> I kind of me and uh, Jackie and I we watched the first season together, but oh, then um, I have a hard time whenever shows get well, I, when I feel like they do things just to keep going on and on and on. Yeah. So I, I kind of got out of it after that, but she said it's still good. Oh, it is. It's 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 definitely crazy. It's I've insane. heard it's super serial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, but it's, but it's, but it's, but I mean, it's, it's fun because they're, they're, they're absolutely ridiculous with some of the premise, with the premise, you know. But it's, it's, it's it's fun. It's, 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 um, the acting's good on it. Yeah, I think so. It looks like a like you know, like some shows, like they just kind of look cheap. Uh huh. Production quality is what I'm trying to say. It looks like a movie. Yeah, it does. It does. It, 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 I agree with you. Each time you watch an episode, you feel like you're watching a movie. It, yeah. That's why Energon Addict is like my other wife because me and him get to talk about PE blinders and taboo. And yeah. like, <laughs> well, he's the only dude that I know besides me that loves those two shows. Man, I've been having people for years tell me about Peaky Blinders, man. And I don't know why I haven't watched it because I'm a huge uh, Killian Murphy fan. He's on that, right? Yeah. And Tom Hardy. Right? Oh really? Yeah, yeah Tom Hardy's in it. It's, it's, like, it's fucking nuts. Nice. Like, it's like five or six seasons in now, right? Yeah, man. Wow, all really? on Netflix. That's all right. You know, Power watch that shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got two more weeks of summer left. I gotta get it all in. <laughs> dude, and I'll get dude. Taboo. As long as you don't mind fucked up shit, watch that shit. What's that on? It's uh, it's on Hulu. It was a <clears throat> FX series by Tom Hardy. It was written by him and his father. Whoa, that's cool. it was. I think it was picked up originally by the BBC. Then it went to FX, and you can catch the first season on um, Hulu. And I believe the second season isn't coming till twenty twenty. BBC is kind of like um, I'm pretty much everything they put out's good, right? Like you can say, like if mm. sometimes I don't yeah. know if I say everything, but it's 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 there. There's, there's a lot of good shit on the BBC, like there Sherlock, is, there is. Uh, yeah, Sherlock, yeah. Doctor Sherlock, Doctor Who. Who. Um, Man, Doctor Who, I could never get into because of um, like like I was talking about earlier, like the production value, mm. like that that always looked, well, looked kind of well. Cheap. That's like, the thing; it changed. Yeah, uh, it's better. It's better, way better. Like over the past, I don't know, five, even, ten years. Even, it's even with um, the Stranger Things season three, I think the CGI is really good. But like some of the built sets, like just I don't know what I don't know why that bothers me so much. Maybe it's because I'm like, like such a visual person. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just like some shows that just takes it takes me right out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you like to <laughs> get fucked up and do fucked up shit, watch Taboo. <laughs> I don't know, dude. You, you, you tell me a show is called Taboo. My first thought is of really dirty things. Uh, well, just gotta... Dude, it's dude's fucking. Yeah. It has yeah, it has to do it has to do with like uh, Tom Hardy being the son of like a like 
wealthy landowner in Britain and uh his father dies and like they all thought Tom Hardy was dead and he comes back and it's about like his quest to fuck over the Dutch Indian uh corporation. Alright, did I kick that little lollipop guild bastard hard enough? Do I have connection again? It oh, looks like it, brother. A lot better now. Okay, now no. just now just check which mic you're running on. Yeah, oh it sounds like you're coming through your PC, Mike. Why don't you uh, follow the yellow brick road to the cord and check? Fucking <laughs> in. He's gonna pull the man behind the curtain. It's gonna be rusty. <laughs> the flying monkeys are gonna be flinging shit at you oh, if you don't man. watch out. I'll be the flying monkeys. Yeah. Alright. Dream tonight. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be me posing for my next new Photoshop. Might have run in the chat talking shit about Doctor Who. Josh, go get him. Yeah. That's why Josh is muted. He's like hate typing right now. He's punching a pillow right now. <laughs> okay, is this better, or does it still sound like I'm coming from fucking space? No, this That's is. Better. You sound a little better, yeah. Up. All right, guys. Um, let's start back at the beginning. Intro. <laughs> well, Rob, we're still on the first news story. Rob, uh, Lucifer is getting 16 episodes for season five rather than 10. Anything to say? Yeah, kick ass. Awesome. He's hot as shit. I would go gay for him at least for a day. Dude, that's All right. Next that's next what I said. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. He's Lucifer, so he could probably make that happen. Oh, dude, he's <laughs> definitely bisexual <laughs> in the show. Something, you know? Nothing. Yeah, he's definitely – he definitely will swing both ways, I'm sure. Fucking sure he does. He does in the show, doesn't he? Yeah, he he is, he is confirmed yeah. bisexual in the show. It's Well, he's – I mean, he's Satan. Is it real? Yeah. I mean, he was a fallen angel. I don't know. I was kind of – he just wants to bang everything and walks. He doesn't care. Let's get it on. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So, guys on the panel, did any of you guys besides me like Venom? The I movie? Yeah. I like the movie. I've caught bits of it. I haven't fully watched it yet. I, mean, I, I liked like... the movie. I thought. I thought for a. For being handicapped and not being able to use Spider-Man in the ori- origin, I think that it was a good movie on its own merits. Dude, um, from the look that word, man. Because it's like living what? in my Xbox what? right now. What? Why you gotta call it handicapped? Come on now. Well, <laughs> oh, God. God damn it, fucking Josh. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> I'm really proud of it when I've, it's, I... I like the banter between Eddie Brock and... And the Venom symbiote. It's yeah. funny as shit. I, me too. That was my favorite. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Whenever they go, whenever they go at it, and they you know, and he's he's basically trying to explain the symbiote why you can't do certain things. Yeah. <laughs> and like, the symbiote just don't care. And yeah. again, Sony's building their own Spider Verse. You know, Morbius with Jared Leto will be coming out and stuff like that. But um, the new story for Venom Two is that Andy Circus, Travis Knight. And Rupert Wyatt have had meetings with Sony to direct Venom Two. Yeah, oh shit! When you posted that in the chat, I looked at that and I was and I was like, okay, yeah. who do I want? And then I kind of thought to myself, well, they really can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, Travis Knight, Bumblebee, from what I hear, is good. Rupert Wyatt did the the first the Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Oh, did and he? I, he's of the three. He's like the the least I'd be excited about, but uh, but I think even given that, like he's a he's a serviceable director. Like that yeah. movie wasn't bad by any means. And, and then yeah. Andy Serkis, uh, what what did he, did he he directed that Mowgli show? Yeah, already? that Mowgli show yeah. from Netflix, and that that looks good, man. Yeah, I haven't watched it. But... And 
and I think I think he'd be a kind of cool choice because of his experience of playing characters in CGI and yeah, like with, with motion capture. Yeah, and having yeah. and having that you know experience in order to you know direct Tom Hardy and yeah. Woody fucking Harrelson is Carnage. Yeah, with that goofy yeah. uh, Ozo the Clown wig, dude. Dude, I like that shit yeah. because you know it's like yeah, mocap, looks- okay, mocap, whatever. And he, he looks at that wig. It's perfect. He looks fucking nuts. Yeah, he does look nuts. And, and <laughs> like, it's, a throw, it's a throwback to the old Carnage. If I saw a dude with that red curly wig, I'd be like, there's something wrong with this dude, too. So I got <laughs> mission accomplished. Like, <laughs> you guys remember, uh, what was it? The end of Batman versus Superman where Lex Luthor's in the jail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's singing that song. Like ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. that reminds <laughs> me that that would have fit right in with that car the carnage reveal at the end yeah. of Venom. And I, and I do think it's cool. I, I like I love Woody Harrelson. I don't like him. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's, uh, bot in disguise sure. says Dude, Woody in Zombieland two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Zombieland yeah. two double tap. Uh, the trailer came out, which is pretty cool. They got the band looks, back together. It looks good, dude. It, it, looks, it looks fun. Dude, no joke. I think Woody ranks right up there with fucking uh, Bill Murray for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's definitely he's definitely will become one of the actors that like you always tend to like really? the movie he's in. You know, yeah. like, he's yeah. in the movie you like it. You know, it's it's got that <clears throat> thing going for him, man. He's likable. You know. Yeah. So, what's next? I think. Well, I was gonna put a bow on this, Sam, but you want to fucking <laughs> well, move on. I, I do no. have a question for you about, about Venom. That I yeah, broadcast broad, broadcasted hangouts to get it. <laughs> no. Remember the, the scene in Venom where the symbiont ends up on 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 the chick? The um, yeah, that's right? Scream, isn't it? Well, that's what I would. I know because no. it's 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 the Venom. That happens. Oh, that happens yeah. in the Venom comics. But what I'm wondering is. You think that they will have like a scream and and maybe other and they'll have others that are like we they more... could they could but I mean I, I, don't, mean... I don't I don't know if they would do that um you know they they were really good focusing just on um riot in the first one is yeah. a, you know so I, they, kinda like I, I, I would kind of like them to focus on carnage yeah I because because I don't I don't think that. Like you can shortchange Carnage in screen time. Well, the thing is, is Riot isn't yeah. even anywhere near the, as, pop, the, yeah. as popular or as well known. I mean, Carnage, Carnage. is a right. big thing. Yeah, yeah Carnage is. Yeah, I, think the, <laughs> I like Carnage better more than I like that. Like the the first movie and like the origin movie, Riot is a good choice for that, just because it's kind of like a I don't want to say throwaway villain, but. Well, kind of, because it kind of it's just setting things up. That's yeah, all. you don't want to use a big up. gun on the first one. Is right, that, girl, right. that girl that plays the girl in that movie? I don't know. That's Michelle <laughs> Williams. She was uh, Heath Ledger's wife. Yeah, is she gonna be in the next one? I don't know. She always, to me, looks like she like just got done crying. Yeah. <laughs> She probably did, dude. Like now you're movie. fucking blowing up her spot, Sam. She's like, like I can't believe I took this. Like she always looks like, like, okay, okay, okay. Get it together. I gotta go back to work, Michelle. And okay. scene. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. She's in, um, she was in that, what's that huge, that Hugh Jackman movie about the circus or whatever? My kids were watching. The greatest out. showman on earth. Yeah. She's in that, and I kept saying that to my wife. I was like, "It looks like she just got done 
just got done crying. Oh shit! Somebody's wife's going off. Is that you? You're, you're, no, man, she's not home. You're just gonna um, cast iron frying pan bash one of you guys over the head. What? 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 What the hell? Rob's at your place. Rob, are we being invaded? Do we need to send troops? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> send troops to Rob's borders, please. Dude, that that makes me think. You know, Likes I'm gonna wave invading, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna um, I'm gonna she, keep telling my kids. She has that. a visa. God. <laughs> revoke, revoke. Oh, there we go. Ooh, nice lick of the forehead. There you go. You're a brat. See what I got to put up with? Failing internet connection and a crazy woman. Hey, nothing wrong with crazy women. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fuck episode one all over again. So our next story is pertaining to the 007 James Bond franchise. Um, There's some news that came out. Lashana Lynch will be the new 007, but she will not be Bond. Um, This is a woman of color in a major role in the Bond franchise. Dude, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Yeah, she's a great actress in... You know, I don't understand what you're saying. She's going to be 007, but she's not going to be like. I guess they're going to name her a different name, but she'll still be. But she'll be 007. Yeah, it's the, yeah. That's like a title, right? Yeah, yeah 007 oh. is the agent title. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the the number, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah. like okay. there's been multiple 006s and shit like yeah, that. Right, right. Um. So. The thing is, is that they're saying that the movie opens with Bond retired on Jamaica and having to be called back in, and there's a new 007. Uh, Ray Fiennes is going to be back as M, and Christoph Waltz returns as Blofeld. Those movies always have knockout casts. Yeah, even Um, when they're bad. I love these Daniel Craig Bond yeah. movies. Oh, so do he, I. Hasn't, I, 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 he hasn't done yeah. a bad one. I didn't. I didn't like Quantum of Solace that much. Oh, Quantum was good. Spectre. Spectre was fantastic. Yeah, they've all been uh, Skyfall. Though. Skyfall. Skyfall. Oh, yeah. yes. I I love Daniel Craig as 007 though. He, yeah. He was a completely new spin on that. That character, and yeah, he, he was like the greatest compromise between Bonds. Like he yeah. has, he had mm-hmm. that Sean Connery edge. He had a little bit of the Roger Moore humor, you know, and a little bit of that Timothy Dalton. I'm fucking crazy, Bond. You know, yeah. You know what he reminded me of to a point? That the transporter. A little bit, uh, yeah. Not the movie transporter. Go watch the TV show. Mm. Why would I do that? I thought you were talking because about it's Jason Statham. <laughs> Dude, I, Jason Statham is a badass, but the guy he who is. played the transporter in the TV show was better. Was he bald too? No way. No, he was. How could you say that? Not a chance. Dude, dude. you act like Jason Statham is some kind of like Academy Award winning fucking guy. He's just another fucking action guy. Jason Statham is going to be remembered. Jason Statham is going to be remembered like Steven Seagal and John Claude Van Damme. 
<laughs> nah, I wouldn't go. Oh, the John Claude Van Damme, maybe Steven Seagal. That's a whole different you know ball of wax. Well, Dude, I might... liked Steven Seagal better than I liked Van Damme. Dude, you you're afraid about that. What, what does it? What does it take to change the soul of a okay. man? I'm not to give him a cheeseburger, dude. Dude, I will hate watch the fuck out of that one where he was in Alaska on deadly ground, where he gets into the where he gets into the fight with the dude. In the fight, and he's playing the slap game. That's the greatest shit ever. Listen, he's probably going to be just like those guys. But you know what? All those guys made movies that were fun. Yeah. And you just got you just got to yeah, kick out. I'm not saying Jason Statham. And I and I, and I, 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 I just here's Steven Seagal in a kimono. Oh, good God! <laughs> no, Statham. <laughs> look at Statham. Look at Steven, man. Fucking okay. that just for men goatee. Oh, dude, that's fucking young perfect. Steven. Oh, wow. Dude, young Steven Seagal. Yo. Like I, wouldn't wanna, I wouldn't want to fuck with that dude. He'd slap the shit oh. out of you. Oh, oh let's be real. Even in his current badass standard, he could still this slap one, the shit out of all of us. Right, right back to back. This is before Golden Crown, and this is leaving Golden Crown. <laughs> 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 Fucking Steven Seagal's a card carrying member of the Old Country Buffet fan club. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're all going to hell, you know that, right? Oh, oh of course. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I'm excited about the new Bond shit. Um, like as like people have said, fucking uh, Daniel Craig's been amazing from Casino Royale on. And again, I think a lot of people like Quantum of Solace, but I think that's like the only misstep that he had, and okay. that I don't think that goes with him. I think it goes more with the director. Um, I still didn't see that. That's quick off topic, I had to look it up. Russ, the transporter act actor that played Frank Martin in the TV series, it was Chris Vance. And that is... He, he better fucking be bald. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't he's fucking I don't perfect. I don't know who he is. Bot in disguise says old Seagull might pop a stone if he were to try any of his hound stunts now. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, dude! I like Steven Seagal movies more than I like Van Damme movies. Well, okay, but here's the thing about Steven Seagal movies: at least you, what? I don't know. It was, I think Van Damme tried to be like, like wanted to be an actor, but he couldn't act. That's what I think. Like Seagal knew he could, he couldn't act, so he just stuck with what he could do. But I think Van Damme wanted to actually try to be serious with Bob. Do some drama. It's like, dude, yeah. get the fuck out of here. You can just oh, do this. come on, do, man. You, you guys know? Did you guys know that before? Okay. Bloodsport. That's what I was gonna say, man. Bloodsport oh, was good. Bloodsport's story, okay. Not for him. Sorry, I mean, I, I prefer Kickboxer to Bloodsport. Kickboxer was good, but Kickboxer Van, Dam- good. Van Damme never made a movie as good as Under Siege. Universal Soldier, incredible, fuck dude. That. Universal Soldier is better <laughs> than the fucking Under Siege. Under Siege was okay. All right, then he never made a movie as good as The Glimmer Man. <laughs> what the fuck? Rob, got, Rob, what about Double Impact? That was oh, crazy. where he plays the twins? <laughs> what about Sudden Death at the hockey game? That was really good. <laughs> I love it. That's like funny, man. The oh, Mark 44 Prime, besides what we mentioned, mentioned The Quest. Yeah. That's but actually. Yeah, I don't know why. 
Yeah, I love I that fat fucker, Steven Seagal. Hey, come on, you know he was the bombing street fighter. Oh, dude, no, dude. What, what made that movie? What made that movie was like. Do you guys remember back in the day there was rumored that Raul Julia had AIDS and then people said cancer later? Yeah, I remember. Uh, I heard that. Yeah, but fucking on his deathbed, Raul Julia stole that fucking movie. You know what killed me about that? It was the worst casting ever for him being cast as Guile. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, he doesn't look like Guile. Like, at all. They should have made Vega a good guy and then made Van Damme yes. play fucking whatever. It would have been better, man. They they just did terrible. They wanted to put him in that role because they wanted to <laughs> dial the star. I'm liking this yeah, bot in disguise yeah. guy. He says Van Damme will never do a movie better than his Tostitos commercials. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, dude, that's true, but that TV show, JCVD, that was the shit. That's the dude, best that thing show Van Damme ever did. Yeah. Word. Yeah. All right. We've been talking about this long enough. Double and we we were talking about 007 and Christoph Waltz and Lashana Lynch. Um, so yeah, How's I'll, uh, I'll definitely give it a shot. Yeah. Aside from the Pierce Brosnan <clears throat> flick, there's never been a bad Bond movie. So yeah, see, like mm, when, Roger Moore wasn't good. You didn't like Roger any of the Roger Moore, Moore, Moore movies. The 50s. <laughs> Roger Moore was in the eighties. Seventies. 70s and 80s. Yeah. Timothy Dalton took I, over in the 80s. Roger yeah, Moore. Roger Moore is my favorite James Bond, so I can do he did him. he like he's not my favorite James Bond, but he did my favorite James Bond movie. Which was your favorite? Man with the Golden Gun. Okay, mine with was fucking Christopher Lee. Scaramanga. Yeah, and they I'm had good. fucking tattoo from Fantasy Island. Come on, dude. Yeah. Christopher Watkins playing Zorn was fucking incredible. Oh, Christopher Walken <laughs> and that Timothy. Yes, and Hard to Kill. And then and Grace Jones. Played yeah, Dana. Grace Jones. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's my favorite movie. We need to do a new show like, like every other month and go through like franchises. That's I think that'd be a good idea. <laughs> There's a pretty good amount of them to fuck with. So. Yeah. Dude, the Bond one, we probably have to split up into like two shows because there's been, what, yeah. 27, 28 movies? Oh, God. Man. That'll take me three months just to watch them. <sighs> you, you haven't watched all the Bond movies before now? Oh, I've all, I've watched every one of them, but oh, okay. I have to go back and rewatch a lot of the old yeah. ones, like the old Sean Connery ones. And... Yeah. Yeah, you, did you guys? Do you guys remember Moonrakers? <laughs> the uh, stupid space shuttle. Um, remember the yeah. remember the fucking Kevin Smith fucking parody with Ben Affleck as Moon Raper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's fucking amazing. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Speaking of which, guys, if you haven't watched it yet, go and watch the Jalen Silent Bob reboot fucking trailer. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> there is so much win in that trailer, it's not even funny. Yeah, I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Dude. Oh, my God, we're blowing through these news stories. We might only have like an hour show. <laughs> my favorite part on that trailer was, Man, this is like a Kevin Smith directed movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh gosh, it's great. All right. I'm a huge Halloween fan. It's my favorite slasher franchise. 
It's also my favorite holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So besides, besides, there was a news story that people are trying to change Halloween from October 31st to the last Saturday in October. Dude, what do you guys think about that, man? Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's an. It's a. Here we go. Uh, those Come people in. can just suck my nuts and fuck off, dude. Jock, you fuck off, man. <laughs> I, I get the premise behind it because the basis around Halloween, if you don't celebrate it on a religious sense, is the the candy for the kids and the dressing up and all that. Right. It, so to have it on a idea. Saturday and just rotate, you know, have it on that last Saturday of the month kind of makes sense. Yeah. Dude, to me, there's nothing worse than <laughs> Halloween. I said it's my favorite holiday. There's nothing worse than doing all the Halloween shit and then being like, fuck, I got to work tomorrow. Yeah. And I get it. Not everyone works Monday through Friday, nine to five, but the majority of people do. But I don't see how I, I wouldn't have a problem with it because, I mean, Thanksgiving is not on the same day every year. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's on the same. Um, it's on the same Thursday well, every year. Well, it's on Thursday, but, I mean, well, it's, but it's not the same yeah. date. But that's yeah, the they, thing. They this is different. This is you different, know? though. It depends on which direction you're Josh? coming at it from. Yeah. Because technically, All Hallows is a... It's the 30th. They should, the, November they should 1st, be. I mean. Hey, hey, well, talking bad about Hasbro, All Hallows, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let, all right. Let's be honest. They should do it on the moon cycle. Right, way over my head. What is that on a weekend? No, like, they should. They that? should. They <laughs> should do it on the last harvest moon in <clears throat> October. Well, I mean, you know, Halloween has always been known as All Hallows Eve. That's right. where the name come from. You know, followed up by All Saints Day, which is always November first, and that's you know. That's a big thing to a lot of people. Just because people like trick-or-treating on a night where they don't have to worry about, oh, you know, I got to get up and go to work tomorrow or shit. We well, yeah, have school that's... today. We got to rush home and put on their costumes and go out trick-or-treating. Here's the thing. Trick-or-treating's fucking dead anyway because everybody does dude, these stupid-ass trunk-or-treat hey, yeah. now in parking lots. Hey, come to my or, neighborhood. Or come to my neighborhood. Literally yeah. every house. Yeah, like, in this town, every house trick retreats, man. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You see, our old neighborhood was like that too. The street that doesn't do it—it's insane, man. dude. It's I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a neighborhood. I'm in a neighborhood where I'm like one. I've got probably like a quarter mile street, and there are just maybe three people on this street that do Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, it's 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 insane here. So like, it's like a, a kind of it's a medium-sized city where i live but like they they do all this small town shit so like would everybody trick-or-treats the night before halloween where i live and like i said like it's, it's insane dude like it's like mm. when, when we're all kids like it's packed and then we do a parade on halloween night oh, we got dope. a heavy gaelic uh, population up here, so. here it's cool man I love yeah, we, it. Have a, we have a heavy gaelic population up here so Halloween so they're pretty. Like, they're pretty tolerant towards that up there. Then I mean, yeah, they they don't mind gays and licking. Views and opinions expressed by Russ Lamont are not reflected as core values of the MPSP theater. 
He said well, he every time Russ says fuck, something fucked up, I take a double drink. Uh, you have got to be on the floor about now. <laughs> I'm getting there, baby. Liver failure. <laughs> I'm sweating like a motherfucker because my fan's off. Fuck all you. We have a heavy pagan population up here, so yeah. Halloween is a big fucking deal. Oh, pagan. Okay. <laughs> That's, that was like a motorcycle gang back in the day. Dude, they were, man. The pagan, dude, the pagans and the Hells Angels used to go at it, bro. Yeah, man. That was some sick shit, man. And the Devil's Disciples. I was going to uh, say, forever gets to have control of hell. Yeah. I mean, that's better than Gaelicking. I mean, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's nothing wrong with Gaelicking. Oh, my God. Dude, there's a lot of people that are into pegging. A lot of couples do that. See, this yeah, is why I can't have a serious mind, conversation Russ. with y'all. Y'all turn it into something bad dragon related. I don't know that a, random, <laughs> a gay person would like somebody to randomly come up and gay- lick them. I don't know. That's a little. I think, Dude, that's you know, what we need to do. Halloween is now gay licking day. We're just gonna start licking gay people. Yeah, it, oh, it, it'll, be like, it'll, oh be like, <laughs> it'll be like it'll be it'll be frat, it'll be frat boy pride. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. It does sound like something a frat boy would do. Right? Doesn't it doesn't. <laughs> hey, Dust. Uh, uh, we've we've enjoyed our time here on the realm. But, uh, <laughs> sorry, Dust. We're we're back on the channel. Yeah, Please we're going back, us us back on the MPSB theater gonna, channel. Effective yeah. next. We're gonna be cut. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have my one gay friend watch this show and see if we're okay. No. <laughs> uh, oh lord! I'm immediately yeah, regretting my internet coming back on. <laughs> uh, I'm regretting my life decisions right now. All right, man. I do. I do all the time, Josh. I feel you, man. I don't care. They're out of hand, man. Jeez. Out of hand or out of pocket. I think about some of the things I've done in the past, and I go, God, what a fucked up thing I did. You don't have to tell us now, man. And that yeah. was just 10 minutes <laughs> no, ago. I'm not really telling you this <laughs> He was <laughs> muted for a bit, so we don't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> giggity, giggity, giggity. Okay, oh to bring God. this back. Wait, you talking about me where I was muted? No, fucking Russ. Some of me. Oh. No, we know oh. we, we know you were muted so you could um, adjust your prosthetic oh. and get coffee. Um, no, no, I, I, was actually, I was was actually eating a late dinner, and I didn't want you to hear me. You know. Oh, see, oh, don't worry. This show, this show yeah. is famous for people slurping on screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I appreciate him not doing that shit in that fucking ear, man. You're welcome. You're welcome. Josh is very considerate. Yeah, I try to be. I'm like other douchey ass people who come on your show as a guest and go. Alan <laughs> at Burger King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a Lewin Prime, so I got to eat ramen. Um. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. So getting back to the story, the new Halloween sequels have been announced. There's been two announced at the same time. Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Jamie Lee Curtis is coming back for Halloween Kills. Uh, no word on what's going on with Halloween Ends yet. But for Michael Myers, the actor that was in the last Michael Myers is not coming back. It will be Nick Castle, the original, the original. Michael motherfucking Myers from That's Halloween right. 1. Why the fuck hey, are they calling here's... it Halloween Ends when you know that shit's never going to end? I hope those movies come out on a Saturday. You know what, Nick? That's really cool. That's really cool. They're bringing him back. That's bad. Yeah. 
And and kind of like the cool the the other cool thing is is like he looks a lot like the actor. I, I'm sorry, I'm ignorant, but I don't remember the last actor's name. Um, but he looks a lot like that older dude who played Michael in the la in the last Halloween. And I I thought the last Halloween was a great Halloween movie. <laughs> Wait, don't these sons of bitches all wear masks? They'd all look the same anyway. Well, no, well, dude, um, in the last Halloween movie, you see him unmasked for a little bit. Oh, you get little, like you get his, little glimpses of his face yeah, and stuff, like and he's style. older, and like he's got the damaged eye oh, from when Jamie Lee Curtis fucking stabbed him in the eye in the original that's one cool. in the fucking closet with the coat hanger. Yeah, she messed him up Uh-oh. pretty bad, dude. <laughs> No, I'll get more coming. Oh, cool. Uh, Night of Ren saying that Nick Castle went to Knoxville, Tennessee for the Fanboy Expo earlier this month. <clears throat> yeah, oh, that was the same weekend as, as TFCon. And nice. We also had something going on locally here, so I didn't go to it. Damn. But, um, that's. Yeah, inter- Nick Castle, he also wrote Hook. Or Did co-wrote he? it. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's, co-wrote yeah. it or something. He was involved in it somehow. Yeah, he's done. But, he's done some other stuff quietly besides Halloween. Um, I think he's done some like fight coordination and stunt coordination for other movies and stuff. Oh but, shit, like, dude! Your brother's the Punisher, man. He should know how to fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a double drink for you, Sam. All right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, he wrote the story and was going to be the director, but Spielberg came back on. But he still got the story. You know what, Sam? I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought the same thing. Damn, it's pretty good. (laughs) I want to scare you, but it's good. (laughs) Rustin was He also directed The Last Starfighter, which I fucking love. Oh, dude, that's And there's a remake of that coming. He wrote Escape from New York. Oh, Oh, wow. You know, Anna and I were talking about the Last Starfighter uh, this past weekend. And I was like, it's kind of funny that they've never, you know, they've never done a sequel to that, right? No, they were going to, but they never did. Right. That's yeah. a, that's a movie that yeah. the graphics look like shit these days, but back then but it was it's, mind blowing. Oh, it's amazing it was. back in the day. Yeah. I would love to see a modern redo yeah. re, redo of that one. Well, that's and that's what that was the other thing, John. They never oh, look, all the reboots, it's coming, yeah. dude. Right. I would they love when they when they do the reboot. Before he dies, I want to see fucking Christopher Lloyd in the role as the old dude. Oh, God. I forget oh, what his yeah. name was. But, yeah, that'd be the great. Guy who, oh, from, uh, from the last Starfighter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the guy who actually uh, recruits the guy. Recruits recruits the guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I could have told you his name if you not just said what was his name. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, but, um, the, yeah, it's a... Uh, it was really weird because, like, they've they've done so many reboots or so many. Yeah. Centauri, Centauri, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yes, yes, so I, yes, I yes, just, yes. It was. I'm was so excited you remembered that. Yeah, Josh, you are. Yeah, Google's my friend. Yeah, uh, you googled Char- it. No fair. Charles McKee Dude, says I he wants. Remember it. I wasn't going to fucking sit here all night trying to think it. Charles oh, McKee says he wants Kane Hodder to play Jason again. What do you guys Why? think about that? I mean, do you, I mean, you like? I guess you like him, dude. He he's the isn't he, he's isn't he kind of old though? He's the one Jason that went more than one movie. Yeah, true, but he's he was up. in like three or four, wasn't he? He was in seven, eight. Did he eat it? Yeah, he, eight was dude. Jason he was seven, seven eight, nine, and ten. Was he? That's what I said. About he did. J- he did Jason X. Yeah, he did Jason X. Did he really? Yeah, dude. Like. 
Yeah. Didn't know that was him. I thought it was somebody else. They could blame. No, um, they changed for Freddy versus Jason to another guy that was taller. Okay. Because okay, so, because Kane Hodder's more like I don't know, like you know, wide than wider, he is tall. Thicker. Yeah. And for so, uh Freddy Dude, fucking bot in disguise. Yeah, what about a remake of Enemy Mine? I could see that shit. That would be another great movie to and I, and again, another one that I'm surprised Hollywood hasn't fucked with yet. Give them time, they will. They'll fuck yeah, it up. Like I'm <laughs> <laughs> Enemy Mine was so good, dude. That was a really good movie. Oh, like, Kane like, Hodder. Kane Hodder's 64 years old. He don't need to be playing Jason. He did some kind of movie just a couple years ago, Josh, um, like where where it was a fucking like prison of like slashers. I forget what the fuck it was called. Um but like he, dude, Kane Hodder still does stunt work. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and he and he's uh, <laughs> for his body to be holding up and being able to do stunt work at his age, that's pretty impressive. Dude, yeah. not not only that, but he's uh, Victor Crowley. Really? He, yeah, uh, he played Victor like Crowley. I'm supposed. To. What the in Hatchet? Never seen it. Yeah, dude. Um. But yeah, the reason the reason why they went off of Kane Hodder in the first place was that you know he was similar in height to Robert England, and they That's wanted why. they wanted a Jason that yeah. fucking like towered over him. Yeah, they yeah. well they needed him to be physically, you know, not only not only not only you want they didn't only wanted to tower over Kruger, he had a tower over everybody. I think they wanted him to be yeah. big and insane. You know? Well, yeah, and Robert England's like six foot something, isn't he? Yeah, yeah Robert, he's, he's a pretty tall guy. Oh, and that's another thing. I, just, just to go off because you guys said Robert England, there's a V project coming up with the original cast, including Robert England. Oh no, shit. yeah, yeah. V is coming back. Like uh, I, I mean, as like I guess they're gonna remake it, but they're gonna use some of every. They're gonna use the original cast. Hey, I, there's or not a lot of details, cast. but I saw it. It's it was like uh, it was announced at some small convention. I think it was one I'm, of. I think it was one of the uh, Wizard Worlds. I remember they tried to do that. And that showed the V, the new V show, and it didn't go over well because it yeah, the TV they, show didn't. Well, they no. changed too much stuff. Yeah. Do you remember what? Well, mean? the original miniseries is like where it's at. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. They, I, I, well, that was really good. You know? Dude, but, like the one project still wasn't that, as good as Alien Nation. Yeah. But one of the projects that fucking Robert England did that I loved and is so corny and so fucked up was uh, 2000 Maniacs. Yeah, that was great. Where he plays like the demented Colonel Sanders yes. of like. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, dude. I gotta watch that now. Dude, it's that fucked up. It's really good. It's really good, though. And he it's actually good, didn't do bad in Phantom of the Opera. Nah, it was okay. No, for was for a down. non-musical Phantom of the Opera, he did yeah. really well, I thought. Yeah, well, it was more scary than anything. It was, it was pretty yeah. good. He did a good job. I that's love Robert England. And, and like, the, the, humor, here, yeah. he, the humor he brought to Freddy and just, like, how he <laughs> interacts with his fr- with his fans. And, like, yeah, that dude's always at, at conventions and stuff. Just so, like, I see a lot of people that I follow are, like, always posting photos with him. Yeah. He seems like a cool guy. And that's the same thing with Kane Hodder, you know? Well, I, w- I and I kind of would like to see Kane Hodder get like a juicy Jason role because like 
he was Jason for like four movies, and like uh, the only reason he got you know kicked out of Freddy versus Jason was because they were looking for a different body type. It's not like he did something wrong, right? You right. know, and he's worked he's worked you know with the material he's been fucking <clears throat> given. Sure, because like Fred, uh, Jason Seven was the first one he did, and that one was coming off of six. And then, like, seven, they did the new blood. That was the one with the telekinetic chick. Yeah. Then they then they did fucking Jason takes Jason Man- takes Manhattan. And then Jason goes to hell. hell. And then right. Jason X. So, like, I'd like to see him given, like, I'd like to see fucking Kane Hodder get a Jason role where he gets to just play Jason without a gimmick. Right. Yeah, it seems, that seemed like the last, like, I'd say... Like, like it started at like seven, eight, nine, and I guess ten if you want to call it, if you want to actually number them. It seemed like they were always adding some extra. Jason goes to the supermarket. Yeah, right. I saw that from Night of Ryan. <laughs> I mean, and speaking, speaking of which, Jason, Ryan, we're going to do it on broadcast if you want to pop in later. Oh. We, loved having you, we loved having you, having you on for the little bit of time you were available. Jason, Jason takes a shit. Jason takes a shit. That's fucking great, dude. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Forty Three. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Friday, Friday, uh, the Thirteenth Part Forty Three. Jason goes strawberry picking. Jason the geriatric. (laughs) Jason goes dementia. Oh God, that's fucking wonderful, dude. Oh man, Jason goes. Who was I chasing again? Well, I thought they were gonna. I swear, I thought they were gonna do another a Freddy, another Freddy versus Jason. But Robert England doesn't want to come back and do Freddy anymore. That was kind of his that last was then. Last he's time. been he's been talking now because the Jackie Has Earl he? Haley reboot failed. Really? He's been saying if if they if they can come up with a story that he he likes, he would do it again. So I he like might, Jackie Earl Haley in the role. I, I did too. I, I liked that movie. Um, I, I, I did the other dude, but. I, I, I did like I did like it, but it was a critical and a financial failure, well, it, it, which is it, really it, hard it, with a horror movie. Yeah, it didn't feel like Freddy. No, it just felt like just yeah. like, like a new He's, new movie monster, right? Yeah. But do you think played, more, who played Wes Craven's new nightmare? That was still Robert yeah. England. That was okay. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't a new Freddy until the reboot. Oh, it's really okay. really hard to take on a role. That's been played by an actor, especially, and, and everyone knew him. We knew it was yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. And, and, he, and he was he was a very he's the most char- charismatic horror. He does, horror oh yeah, okay. He has the makeup, but he doesn't have a mask. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So it's not he's yes. it's it's not like Halloween. Him. It's not like Jason right. or right. any other slasher cool. movies where right. they give them a blank face. And he also not is, only that, but they don't have any personality. They've just got this right. big hulking thing that never yeah. speaks. Yeah. Freddy's got this just persona, this charisma, like uh, yeah. Russ was saying. He makes fun of he makes he, he makes fun of you, then he kills you. It's great. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like so it's hard to play a role that somebody iconic like that has done and made his own. And so yeah. I felt bad for that actor. It's almost like he was do he was he was set up to fail. He couldn't he wasn't gonna succeed. Well, that. dude, no joke on the, the topic of Freddy, since we're on it. The one I remember the most was from I think it was five. The was a dream child. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah. the guy's the boyfriend is on the motorcycle. And the motorcycle <laughs> turns into Freddy. And the Freddy's face comes up and he starts <laughs> shoving wires and shit through him. Shows the yeah, few dude, injection. Yeah. It's great, dude. Oh yeah, my god. Dude, that is like, my favorite Freddy like, death ever. How many iconic lines has that son of a bitch had? Yeah, and that's the thing. Prime time bitch, you know. Yeah, 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 welcome to prime time. Yeah. Right. Dude, know? my the the line that fucked me up when I was a kid, I saw Freddy. Two before I saw Freddy one. You so, yeah, the body. I've got the body. I've got the brains. Yeah. Pull that shit back. I was like, oh, <laughs> I fucking went right under the blanket, man. Yeah, that no, was good, dude. That was really good. It's, that was kind of a, a real weird, erotic kind of a, a yeah kind of it, element it, to it. It was yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street two had a lot of homoerotic. It did. Things, it did. Like the shower scene. The yes, whole thing with yes. the bar. Yep. Yeah, it, 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 it was, it was very it, confusing it, as a child. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. Yeah, it's like damn. But yeah, you know, it, it's just he he has that role was almost impossible for anybody else, I think, to do. Yeah, and 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 because we're always going to compare him to Robert England, no yeah. one's going to do as well as Robert England. So I feel bad for any act. I, oh I, I mean, kudos to the guy who took it on. Yeah, it's amazing to try he, that, he's an know? amazing actor. Jack, is it, Jack Earl Haley. Haley. Okay, yeah. I almost said James Earl Haley, but yeah, Jack yeah. Earl. Haley. <laughs> I don't the, only, the only way a rebooted Freddy's going to work is if they manage to capture the current teenage audience, the people who are now I, where we were back then. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I think they did that with it. Yeah, they oh, did. Yeah. yeah, and the it chapter two fucking trailers are fucking uh, amazing. Yes, that movie looks. That movie still scared, scared the shit out of me, dude. I, I love <laughs> Bill Hader and James McAvoy. And, me too. Oh, yeah, dude, those are two of my pro- probably two of my favorite actors working right now. And the fact that they're going to be in a horror movie, uh, I think that's great. Like to elevate, you know, get, give it some fucking gravitas because. Right. You know those guy; those guys are respected. Like they Bill, H- Bill Hader. Like, um, <laughs> besides this, everything he's done on Saturday Night Live, that show. Yeah. What, oh God, what is it on HBO? He's doing. He's doing a oh, show. It's like just some dude's name. Yeah. Oh. Barry. 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 Yeah. yeah. He's playing. He's playing like a hitman that goes to acting classes and shit. <laughs> yeah, I only I've only seen like trailers and shit, but it looks fucking amazing. It Bill Hader's like fucking amazing. McAvoy's amazing. Old man, isn't yes, Matt, I don't think that's... in it too. I'm yeah. sorry, isn't Jessica Chastain in it too? I believe so. Yeah, she's playing the uh, older version of the what was the girl's name? The redheaded girl. I don't know, man. But, I uh, haven't seen that. Honestly, guys, I love James McAvoy so much. Every movie he's in, I like. I've yeah. never like yeah. seen him. Really? Batman. Every movie that. he's in, you like. Especially X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, well, wait a minute. I All right, Josh, go ahead and hit him with the Josh. one that you're going to... I haven't seen Dark Phoenix yet, so I don't know. Okay. Don't you know. haven't okay. seen Dark... So, oh, okay. No, I haven't seen Dark Phoenix yet. I'm... Cody's a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> you something crazy, Nick, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Just, um... I'm just saying. Okay, maybe that'll be the first one. Okay, but I don't blame him for that. I don't blame him for that. I still love yeah. it. I love like, his. I love his portrayal. Of- no, you won't. 
conversation for another time. I know, oh. right? We're not going to get into this again because you're yeah. just going to pummel it, and I haven't seen it yet, so I can't. Uh, no, no. Um, he's not the same in this movie. Okay, I blame writing for it. I don't blame him. Okay. Blame writing. When I saw it, like. Yeah, like that's a that's the thing, Josh. I, I I think that you have to agree that he did the best with the material he was provided. Oh, I agree, but okay, that's know, that's what I mean. He's such a good actor. He still, he still didn't but, shine in this one like he did the others. Okay, I, th- I think that I think that he was he was the like the only bright spot of that movie. Even like even like Fastbender, I I didn't like as much as him, and I'm a huge Fastbender stan. Right, well, that's yeah. God. They ruined Fastbender too. God, they really fucked that. Movie yeah, like, right. yeah. Thing... Let's um, go into it, buddy. Okay. Well, <laughs> dude, we've only got two more topics, so we can expand on anything we want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Marvin said, "Don't waste your money on it, Russ." <laughs> you got it. Hell yeah. you're, you're definitely, you could buy you could buy the absolute shittiest Mythic Legions figure and get more enjoyment out of it by opening it up. See, Josh, but, you're, all, you're flawed already because there is no absolute shittiest Mythic Legions. Exactly. They're, they're all quality. I agree. Okay, so you can take one that you enjoy the least aesthetically. Well, except for that crazy bitch with a deer head. I don't know, that's a little Damn. weird. But anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Damn, Man, what do you got against spearheaded people? I don't know. It just it looks fucking morbid. I don't you, know why. You, you speciesist? Yeah, I guess I am. I mean, I'm okay with the cat people. It's Mark, it's, 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 it's the deer that am freaks I still me moving? out. I don't know. Yes, I am. Yeah, we're going to talk about the cat's trailer. Yeah. Oh, oh my dude, god, Jesus that Christ, that's like what? fucking cat in the hat times a thousand. I've never... It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. I never saw Cats, the play. I never saw the live Broadway play, right? They did and a movie back in the 80s, didn't they? I never saw it. I didn't... Wait, wait, you talking about cat people? No, Cats. They, they did Cats? Really? I never Yeah, did I thought they did yeah. a movie of Cats. Right, well, maybe my mom would let Dude, watch it. Dude, the, the cat people in the <laughs> 80s is like... That, that's, that's a, a good fucking, movie, dude. I like dude, it. Dude, that's a <laughs> classic that like not it enough is. people know about. But, I agree. Um, like the origin, the origin of Cat People was actually from um, RKO Studios um, when uh, Val Luton was a producer there. Um, I'm a huge. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm a huge horror fan. So that like, well, that that movie was fucking phenomenal, though. I yeah, enjoyed it, 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 and it, and it had some scary <sighs> moments in it too. It was like a lot of there was some um, some suspense in it, you know, like. Oh, no. Yeah, the original the, the original cat people um back in the forties had like a lot of lesbianic shit in it. And yeah. that and that was like that was like heavy for the time. Like they were threatened right. RKO was threatened that they weren't gonna uh allow it to come out and shit. Wow, so they was like, What are you doing? You can't yeah. do that. <laughs> but um actually like the more shocking one was like Return of the Cat People, like um and in the forties again, um, and they had like some scenes that were like some horror shit that they had never allowed before. 
Like um, people, people always talk about the Universal monsters and the Hammer yeah. monsters, but like right. in between, in between, like the Universal heyday, and then when Hammer came out in like the fifties and sixties, mm-hmm. like that RKO, RKO kind of held like the uh, torch for horror movies, but in between you, the two eras. So would you say that RKO cool. came out of nowhere? Fuck you! <laughs> ah, I see what you did there, Josh. I like it. Actually, it didn't. Actually, it didn't. And here's my real nerd on. Fucking oh Val Luton was a producer under Carl Lemley, who Jr., who was the nephew of the Warner Brothers head executive. So when Carl Lemley did Dracula and shit, Val Luton was looking under, was working under him, and went on and did all this great shit at RKO. Now that we've killed our entire audience. Because <laughs> they're like, who the fuck's RKO? That's the move Randy Orton does, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how many of you guys are Star Trek fans, but I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Everybody. Oh, yeah. And- Should be. Hey, come on now. <laughs> I'm not a hardcore Star Trek fan. I'm a casual Star Trek fan. Okay, that's okay not to really. be casual. That's fine. I, I don't watch the series. I've seen all the original series and a lot of The Next Generation, but never any of the others. But I've seen all the movies. Oh, okay, you've seen all the movies. That's good. I've seen all the movies. movies. Okay. What the hell is that? <laughs> one of his pickups. He's so crazy. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking ship, dude. Dude, I love these Khan! fucking things. Khan! <laughs> Unless it's screaming Khan, it doesn't matter. Oh, God. But, yeah, Picard. That's exactly what it's screaming. Is it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I'll try and do it for you. Uh, here we go. <laughs> there we go. Oh, no shit! <laughs> I want one now. Dude, I got mine for like 70 bucks, and that's like an awesome deal. Um, But yeah, the Picard trailer was dropped at SDCC, and then, after all the cool shit in that trailer, yeah. um, like, we don't know if that's Data or B4 in the trailer. We don't. Nope. Um, Seven of Nine shows up in the trailer. Indeed. And then the next day, Marina Sirtis on Twitter goes and says, okay, I couldn't talk about it before, but now it's confirmed. Uh Uh-huh. Troy and Riker are back. Troy and Riker. Jonathan Franks is directing some of the episodes. And he's directed so many different episodes. I know. So many of the Star Trek episodes. He, he even like directed two, one of the movies or two of them. I yeah. think a few of the movies, yeah. yeah. He did a bunch of voice work too, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't he on Gargoyle? Yeah, he was. Yeah, dude, he was wow, Xanatos. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was. love that show, man. <laughs> Gargoyle. Yeah. Oh, talking about something that needs a fucking reboot. I know, yeah, man. about it, right? That'd be amazing. It doesn't yeah, need a was... reboot. Leave it alone. It's too good as it is. Nah, dude, I that want was... more Gargoyles. Well, then yeah. maybe a new run in a different continuity. Yeah. That was really fun, though, Nick. I gotta say, when I, when I saw the trailer, I was really excited because I, I mean, I'm, I'm such a next generation fan, man. It was so cool just to have 
Picard's one of the coolest fucking characters ever. Yes, and, he is. You know, like, I love him to death. Oh, dude, like I'm more oh. of a Kirk guy. I like Kirk too. Okay. I do. I love Kirk too. I don't. Picard, I don't dislike Picard, but if I had yeah, to choose yeah. one or the other, I would go yeah. with Kirk. That's well, not Anna. Anna over Anna's the, over the two of them, too. I'm picking Cisco. What? <clears throat> okay, Cisco's that, cool. But Cis- yeah, that's Scott Bakula played. Fuck Scott Bakula. God <laughs> damn it! That quantum quantum leaping bitch. Oh yeah, in Enterprise. Yeah. That's right. Um, it was. I mean, it was. I mean, I don't know. The problem with that show is it was just. I don't know. I, I feel like they were they were trying too much to be old fat to like be old fashioned in that in that universe. Okay. The, old, the problem with hard. that show started with the fucking theme song. Yeah, it was a bad theme song. I agree. I didn't like Dude, it. Dude, you don't yeah. use a fucking pop like some kind of yeah. fucking pop like rock a, song for a fucking Star Trek theme. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, and Night of Ren saying Star Trek thumbs down. That's your choice, bro. Oh. <laughs> You're wrong, but Ren. You're breaking my heart, Ren. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. There, there. All is right, room. settle down, Padme. There, there, there <laughs> is, there is room for Star Trek and Star Wars, guys. Okay, that's true. We can do that. We can do them both. It's fine. I mean, you know, I'm a casual Star Trek fan, but I'm a hardcore Star Wars fan. So I got you. I can understand that. Like Anna, Anna, Anna's like more into Star Wars than Star Trek, and I'm probably more into Star Trek than Star Wars. Yeah. So. I can see why. How do you two fucking it. live with each other? Well, we we but we both like we both like both of them. It's just okay. one likes okay. one more than the other. You know what I mean? So okay. like, and and she yeah. let you live this long. Okay, well, she, let's be she let's, respect to her. Let's be <laughs> let's be honest here. There have not even still in the new Star Wars or anything else been better space battles than there were in the Dominion War in DS Nine. No way, Dominion, the Dominion War. That, that was incredible. I don't yeah. understand. It doesn't compute to me. I don't the, know what you're talking about. I've never watched it. Like, so, like, yeah, if you watch the yeah. ships, the, 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 the space battles with the ships going at each other, dude. Deep the, the, the Space Nine has some of the most amazing. And battles. that came, and that was like ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing, dude. Really those space battles were the best space battles I've seen. They were. Remember, remember too, Nick. Did you remember in, in the old school space battles of in, in Star Trek? The ships just didn't seem to move that much. They would just sit yeah, there but and each other. But and yeah, they would, uh, next generation they moved. Went, next generation, they seemed to do it like with the board battles and shit. Yeah, yeah, the board. Yeah, the board. Uh, first contact had some good space battles. It did. It did. Yeah. But, but that was later on, though. And there were some space battles in Next Generation that was kind of like that was Cisco bought in disguise. <laughs> Cisco, <laughs> the man who pumped Picard in the first fucking episode. <laughs> well, you remember why he pumped Picard, though, right? Because yeah, Picard dude. looked through this when it blew his ship up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and killed his wife. Right, killed his wife. Exactly. Yeah, but the, he was yo, Oh God, we, uh, dude, I can go off on Cisco all day. That's my man. Oh, he's awesome, dude. He was yeah, amazingly cool. I love the Cisco. emissary. Yep. Had a religious title and everything. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> but like, yeah, that was the thing. Like, oh god, DS Nine is DS Nine is bar none my favorite Star Trek series. Yeah, <sighs> it's weird. It, 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 that's that's interesting because I think it's my favorite Night of, too. Night of Ren brings up a good point. Right. If Quentin Tarantino gets to do a Star Trek, I'd watch that. 
and that's that's been the rumor for a while. And Quentin's you know talked what? about it. And I, uh, I would like to be see great. his take on it. I would like to see how, how what he would do. I really and, would. That'd be fun. And, well, the interesting thing to me is that Quentin says that he, if if he does it, he'd want to do it in the new movie continuity. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um. He'd. And he wants to do it with characters that have never been seen before so that he can kind of make out his own niche. Uh, I got you. Where he's not he's not taking other character. He wants to say, I got you. Let's see what you're yeah. saying. He wants to do yeah, he wants thing, to do his right? own fucking thing. Yeah. That's um, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, Riker and Troy being confirmed for this Picard series, besides everything else that we've seen... I mean, it's it's just great fan service, and people, people use people use that as like a term of like that is bad, that is bad of of yeah. negative, and I don't see it that way. I mean, if 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 fan service is giving the fans of a franchise what they want, I don't see how that's negative. It's not. I don't. I don't see it. Reason. I don't see it so much as fan services. Fan appreciation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think some people get upset by, by it because they think that it's they think sometimes that like it's it's just to appease to it's things they'll do something in a story to appease the fans when it makes no sense in the story. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. Like, if it's if this if it doesn't make sense story wise, right. then it's totally like, throwing the fans like, a bone. Game of Thrones know. Game of Thrones did some of that. Okay, toward the end, like, um, and I think a lot of people, a lot of people hate they hated on it, even though it's the shit that they wanted. Yeah, but they hated on it because the way they did it didn't kind of work out. It didn't look real good. So I went. Yeah. I've been going through and started rewatching from season one and binging. And God, one was so I'm up. Good. I'm I'm up to season God. three, and like it's flawless. It really okay, is, like, yeah. So, well, it, so that's for that, season that's, three so far. I'm right, like that, season three, episode four. But that's the one. One through three is when Game of Thrones was at its best. <laughs> Those seasons were great, man. It's 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 five. I think when they really fall off the fucking wagon. <laughs> that's what I, I, I don't think it fell off the wagon at all. I, think I, the I game, don't. I, you know, I, I never watched it until a couple months ago. I don't yeah. think it ever fell off the wagon. I don't know. I feel like maintained the quality all the way through. I I think what it was is I felt like season five kind of dragged for me. It was a drag. It was a drag of a season. I was just like, God, you're a drag of a season. season, (laughs) Dude, wasn't five the first one with the Red Viper? Uh, Yeah, um, yeah, that that happens in four because that's it's when Tyrion because he fights. The mountain because Tyrion, yeah, within uh, Tyrion in the uh, you know, death by combat and shit. My sister's name was Alira Martell. Yeah, you know what? I liked yeah. him right dude. up until he got fucking killed. Yeah, what a, dude, he went a fucking idiot. <laughs> I got so aggravated with him. Yeah, that was like that was the thing, but like the way Game of Thrones was structured, as soon as you saw that fight, you knew he had to die. Yeah, kind of, but I was I was hoping. Maybe I was hoping that he'd yeah. fucking take that big bitch down. And he did. He did, he did take it down. But he just talked a little too much shit and yeah. got a little too close. Oh, that was, and that was so great. Like, the whole taunting him. It, oh, God. Yes, that is my favorite character in all of Game of Thrones, even though he went out like that. 
Yeah, he kind of went out like a little bitch. It was, he didn't it go was out like a bitch, a, man. He fucked that he dude totally, up. Dude, he went out like a bitch. He did at first, and he went out like a bitch. Because he got his hey, melon it was, it was <laughs> such a hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. Yeah. You killed my father. <laughs> yeah. Prepare to die. Yeah. That's so funny. Josh, that's, that's so true. That's exactly <laughs> what that was. Yeah, man, it was. Cause he hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. Shit. You killed my father. Prepare to oh, die. God, so you raped my sister. You, you killed her, her children. You murdered her. You killed her children. Yeah. Same dude, fucking difference. Man, that's so beautiful, dude. I, I, I never made the connection that you just said that. I, 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 yeah, I did. That's really uh, good, man. Yeah. I observe like, things. But like, yeah, as a Star, as a Star Trek fan, this Picard, this Picard series seems like everything I want. Yeah, I want to know what surprise. I bet they're going to surprise us too. I don't think all the re- like nothing's and everything's been revealed. I, well, well, we'll, oh, well the thing will it, it pops up. Star Trek's good about that though. Yeah, yeah. Like the thing the thing that they're already paying off is like they're they're saying that you know Picard was affected by the rescue efforts and you know <laughs> follow, following you know the, fir- the, the first the first destruction movie of, of Romulan. Yeah, right? the, Romulan whole yeah, war, with okay. Nero and all that shit. And right. like Starfleet fucked something up, and it caused him to quit. Base basically quit Starfleet. So yeah, like yeah, he, <coughs> yeah. Um, are they going to link Picard to that series that's going on right now? I don't know. They're all linked to some effect. Um, oh, the one that's on well, all CBS. I, yeah, Discovery. Uh, Discovery. Um, I, I all I know the, the guy, the creators of Discovery, want to do a crossover with it. Mm-hmm. So. Don't be surprised if that does happen in the future. And, be with a what's going, somehow. and with what's going on with Discovery, I don't know where that fits in. I don't know either. I, I'm not sure. I think I think that that's kind of going to be the trick. It's kind of trying to figure out how to how to link they, it together without a date. They've like, managed to do it before, though. With no, no, about everything. That's true. That's true. You're right. I mean, they. You know, they, they, they managed to link Next Generation. Original cast to Next Generation, and then Next Generation yeah. and what, DS9? DS9. Yeah. Well, well, that and, would and make sense. Even, DS9 and... And, and even... link Voyager with uh, like, the uh, Next Generation. Well, yeah. even, even the original series <laughs> with the uh, JJ-verse. That's yeah. true. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> like, the... Original series stuff with Next Gen was really well done. I thought, like going oh, from genera- like, did you like Generations? No, well, uh, Generations. Yeah. <laughs> gener- g- I th- I think Generations and uh, Final Frontier are the weakest in the movies for Star Trek. Probably, I get it. Um, I definitely agree with you on Final Frontier. I wasn't that big. Of- yeah, Final Fr- Final Frontier was a mess. I was, I was Final that- Frontier was the one where they meet the guy who developed. The warp drive, wasn't it? No, that's uh, no, that's first contact. contact. That was first contact. First contact. Uh, final uh, Final Frontier, the fifth one was the one with Cybox, Box Brother. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where they go and fight God. Yeah. 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 Sure. No, hold up, Dick. There was a good part that Kirk's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Why does God need a ship? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I'm that part was boy. good. I need a spaceship. I, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> like, good. There, there's redeemable parts of any Trek movie. I know. But, like, but like Kirk, talking you know? about the Kirk. weakest, like, installments of the Trek oh. movies, you got to say the motion picture, five, and Generations, I think. Yeah. And probably. then Insurrection. 
Which one was the one? You, didn't, you, you didn't like Insurrection. I, I thought Insurrection. I thought Insurrection was kind of weak. I Which one was that, Insurrection? I, uh, the I one with the Sona, where like uh, Worf went through puberty again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like Worf you getting pimples and shit. You take out that one shit. fucking part of the movie. Like, that's <laughs> called the crazy board bitch, right? No, that no, that's first contact. That's first contact. Okay. Yeah. Now, why am I getting these all fucking mixed up now? Well, because, there's a lot. Probably because you haven't watched tough. them in a long time. Oh, you're you, right. You I know because, because like sad part is I own them all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the most dude, the fucking. I think the pinnacle of Trek is two and three. Two was oh, awesome. Movie-wise? Yeah, movie-wise. Movie okay. I thought yeah. that... Um, First yeah. Contact. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Sur- I like, Search I like, for Spock I, was really good. Voyage like Home, was really Part good, 4 dude. with the whales. Like that it. shit had some great moments. It did. Then I they did. go off the rails on 5 and then Absolutely. come back. And I, I personally love 6. Undiscovered Country um, with the like Klingons. Well, you know why I like that more because that was more into that had some like uh, cool shit going on where there's like uh, this whole conspiracy going on, you know? And yeah, they're planning on sabotaging the peace efforts and shit like that, you know? And and that 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 was kind of cool shit. I like that espionage and all that stuff going on. They get yeah. stuck on that prison planet. <laughs> yeah, dude. Good. Oh, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. See, like, undiscovered. I, I think undiscovered country is like a like in a weird spot because you know it came right. It came after five, and then you know you could tell that the cast, the cast from the old series, was gone. You know, after that. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, it was good though. It was good. That was a good. Yeah. One. I like that. Undiscovered Country, I liked a lot. The only good thing that, to me, that came out of uh, fa- uh, fucking Generations was the Enterprise B. Because I liked the fact that the Enterprise B was an Excelsior. But, it's a good ship, dude. It's yeah. a good ship. Yeah. That's my well, you, So, what, did you, do you like, see, like, the Excelsior class ships? Like the I, I do. Um, I thought, like, in Undiscovered Country, like, it, it was hilarious in part... Uh, part three where like Scotty fucked up the Excelsior. <laughs> that that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Have a good morning, Captain. You know <laughs> that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like in six, they fucking you know they fucking made the Excelsior like a serious ship. Yeah. And so did. like when it came into that final battle with the Enterprise, that bird of prey, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool it's a cool design, cool ship design. It is a cool like ship it. design. I mean, I have it. I've I've it's got the nice. Excelsior. I don't have the Enterprise B, which I'm oh god. That's a completely other discussion cuz I am so <laughs> like I might be going even harder into the Star Trek ships. But anyway, we've talked about that long enough. <laughs> um some interesting news that came out this week um regarding Hellboy was that Mike Mignola rejected Benicio del Toro's suggestion that the unmade Guillermo del Toro? Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> Hello boy. Something about the shape in the water. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, Mike Mignola, the creator of Hellboy, rejected uh 
Del Toro's idea that the <clears throat> unmade third movie of his trilogy should be made into a comic as an adaptation. Um, McNola huh. said that the reason why he didn't want to do it was because he didn't want the confusion of two Hellboy, of two different Hellboy stories going on in the same way, in the same medium to confuse consumers. Dude, I'm with him on that. I'm 100% behind him. Yeah, you guys talk about that real quick. I gotta fucking drain my bladder. That, like, always for me that I'm always worried about is, like, consumer confusion, man. So so I'm with him on that. Also, would it be, um, would it have been, like, Del Toro's story? Or, like, an adaptation of Mike McNulty? It was was Del Toro's (laughs) original story. That's what uh, McNulty told him. He said, look, the comics are mine. The movies are yours. Do what you want in the movies, but hands off my comics. I respect that thing, yeah. Oh, mad respect for it. He's like, do whatever you want in the movies. Yeah. But, you know, McNola's the creator. So if I were the creator, I would want to protect my baby, too. Yeah, I would, too. And it's like you said, not only that, but just the confusion, because it's it's redundant to have. um, And I mean, like, we, we do see that all the time in comics. Oh, yeah. Like, how's Wolverine on both the X-Men and Avengers, and they're both in the same month on different adventures in different places? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Even, like, as a comic fan, like, like I'm to the point where, like, I just deal with that stuff. I don't let it, like, take away from the story, but it's like, when you stop and think about it, you're like, well, shit, you know? It's like, because Wolverine is the best example because he's got his own title. He's in the Mm -hmm. X-Men stories that are going on at, at any given time and then he's with the Avengers so that's three titles at least that he's part of and then what if he crosses over and makes guest appearances in two other books the same month yes, yeah, exactly. it happened in the 90s a lot they were there putting Wolverine all over mm-hmm. the place. Yeah, and, and I mean it's, it's what everywhere does with their um, movies and TVs unless they really or until they really like embrace the multiverse aspect and, yeah. and people understand what that means there, there is that confusion, which I think should be avoided. It used to crack me up because I remember they used to always like to bring other other characters into Spider-Man comics, right? But I, I don't remember seeing Spider-Man unless it was part of a story arc that was going bouncing between the Spider-Man comic and then like whatever, whatever character it was. Like, say if, if they brought Wolverine and had it involved, you might then you might see Spider-Man in an X-Men comic if they were doing a shared story arc or something like that, where it was bouncing back and forth. But you never saw Spider-Man do too many other guest appearances in other comic books. He just didn't do that. It's like Spider-Man was like, "You come to Spider-Man, he don't come to you." Yeah. Well, <laughs> you I think you're wrong about him. that. But okay. You see him pop up in Fantastic. You see him pop up in Fantastic. That's true. And Daredevil quite a bit. Yeah. That's true. He yeah. did. That's a good point. And then Daredevil. Well, Daredevil. I understood why, dude. Remember, Daredevil. Matt Murdock was his lawyer when he was in trouble. So. I mean, I get that. I get that. There was a connection with the characters. You know what I mean? I just, but you just didn't see Spider-Man show up too much. He wasn't in that many Dude. X-Men comics. He didn't show up. You know, I mean, he did show up in a Fantastic Four comics. I do remember that. Yeah. But but he didn't. He just didn't do it. I felt like there were more more characters crossed into his comics than he into their comics. That's all. I just it, it seemed that way. I used to get aggravated. 
Because I like seeing Spider-Man pop up. Everywhere. I wanted to see him pop up everywhere. Well, At least he did, up, dude. Man. They 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 use Spider-Man to sell so many other books. Like Spider-Man mm-hmm. popped up. Yeah, Spider-Man did think... pop up in X-Men in the nineties. He a did, lot. but not a lot. He, not a yes, he did. He popped up a lot in X-Men. Uh, he popped up in Ghost Rider. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, he he was in for issue number three of the original Transformers comic for shit's sake. <laughs> yeah, that was in the eighties. Oh, like Sp- Sp- Spider Man, they they use Spider Man in. I don't I don't know. I, Sp- I think you might be right. Maybe I maybe I wanted more and I didn't get enough of it. Spider no. <laughs> Spider Man was the Wolverine of the eighties. Yeah, because if you wanted yeah. to sell a book yeah. in the nineties, you used Wolverine. That's true, but Spider Man was still pretty big in the nineties too. So yeah. Um, so I just, I felt like, I felt like, you, and then the clone saga began. Yeah. And then ruined everything. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry, I liked um, what they were doing. I just, you know, it yeah. got, it was too long and drawn out. Yeah, I it agree. was initially only supposed to last maybe six months yeah. and it lasted over two years. Yeah. It was definitely too long and drawn yeah. out. There were, there were three different editors that came in on it while it was ongoing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The Clone Saga is a mess. Yeah, it is. It was terrible. Maybe you're right. You guys might be right because I, I maybe it was that I wanted to see it happen more, and it's tonight it wasn't enough for me. So maybe that's why I don't think they did it very much. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, was a Spider-Man fan. I went in everywhere. Like in the, in the '90s, if you wanted to sell a book, you guest starred Spider-Man, you guest starred Wolverine, you guest starred Wolverine. Uh, Ghost Rider. And yeah, they were there in the goddamn Fantastic Four, dude. It was Wolverine, Wolverine, Ghost Hulk, Hulk, Ghost Rider, Hulk. and Spidey. Yeah, yeah. Pretty. It's about as nineties as it gets, huh? Yep. Yeah, Ghost Rider was badass. Cable and Deadpool. Cable got a lot of guests. Cable, stars. yes. Deadpool. Deadpool. Deadpool really didn't Deadpool start picking until, up until the late end 90s. of the nineties. The very end of the nineties. <laughs> yeah. In the, yeah, but I do remember. And like that—that's what kills me. Okay, I'm just gonna sidebar real quick. The thing about Deadpool was <laughs> Rob we've fucking been doing Liefeld. All goddamn not. Well, sorry. Yeah, okay, oh, yeah, we got I put the show together. <laughs> fucking an hour before the goddamn show. Okay, <laughs> stop fucking giving me so much <laughs> shit, Josh. I'm gonna fucking freak out. No, <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna pull his little fucking hairs on his head out. <laughs> <laughs> the little ones. But no, like the thing was was like Deadpool didn't become like a real big thing until the late nineties. When Joe Kelly got ahead, got a hold of him, you know well, what I mean. Deadpool Rob Liefeld a... had less to do with Deadpool than anybody else. Deadpool, oh, I know, a throwaway character, and then yeah, yeah he, he got a hold of him to and be... turned him into <clears throat> yeah, like fucking, De- fucking Deadpool. Like, I don't know the the only way I, the only way I can coach it is that like the first miniseries was shit. I remember having that. Yeah, Deadpool it had like series. the black cover. The, the black the, cover with the raised red imprint on the yeah the same on thing. the hard oh, stock cover. Yeah, they Gambit's did the, was kind of the Gambit. Same way. Yes, that was the other <laughs> miniseries they did the same shit with too. And it came out about the same month or the yep. same summer, yeah, three or ninety four. Yeah, so they had those, <clears throat> and then like. You didn't hear about it for a long time. And then fucking Joe Kelly got the first, you know, shot at the ongoing. And that's when Deadpool started to work. 
mm-hmm. when that humor was added because Rob Liefeld was just trying was just trying to do a straight up Deathstroke knockoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was too you know, serious. He was just yeah. He didn't have the humor. He didn't have the well. Yeah. well he didn't yeah. have the psychosis. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have that. Hence the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I well, I mean, Wade Wilson. He, and he flat Wade out Wilson. said. He flat out said, you know, Wade Slade. I'm just going to use the same last name. Yeah. Same. You know, they both use a sword. They oh, both yeah. head to toe covered. You know, mask. I would all that. love for anybody. And to they shoot. their costumes are even very, very similar. I would love for anybody to show me where Rob Liefeld has had an original fucking thought in his mind. He hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't. Look at all of his comics he ever created. Ooh. What was it? Young Blood. How much it ripped off X Men? <laughs> well, yeah. Young Young yeah. Blood ripped off the Avengers. Or the Avengers, my bad. Yeah. Which one was it that he did that ripped off the X-Men? Super <sighs> was that Brigade? Bad. Yeah. I don't remember. Something like that. There was Some shit like that. Shit, but yeah. <clears throat> and and now he claims all this credit for Deadpool. And it was like, dude, he showed up in like a few X-Force issues and then he went away. Yeah. I mean, it's like, didn't he come on and pencil the like last four or five? New Mutants issues in the first year, year and a half of X-Force. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Like, I remember that Spock Lee commercial where they interviewed him. They're like, you created X-Force? He's like, yeah. He's like, no, you made up a team name out of an existing team that had been created by Chris, Chris Claremont a decade before you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other thing that nobody ever talks about. Fuck is, Rob Liefeld. Yeah. Non-feet drawing <laughs> too big pocket. Big gun drawing motherfucker. See, I would have thought you liked him because he doesn't draw feet. <laughs> no. I <don't>. ah, <laughs> see. Yeah. I see what you did. I see what you did. There. You got but like I mean, what a lot of people. He would don't... just throw a bunch of smoke around the bottom of my one leg. But like what a lot of people don't talk about with uh you know Rob Liefeld is that they oh. had Louise Simmonson like co writing that book to like keep him in control. Oh keep yeah. Control. Yeah, yeah life Rob was Liefeld was a shit writer. Yeah, he was horrible. Like yeah, out, out of the out of the image guy, out of the image guys, like he was definitely the least talented in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And even his artwork, as popular as it was at the time, if you go back and you look at it, it's the worst art out of yeah. all of them. So bad. And he never he did like Hawk and Dove stuff for uh, DC. In DC. Yeah, like more not not recently, but like more recent than than. The, the X-Force stuff, obviously, and, like, it's just, it's, like, worse what than do we, in the 90s. This man. is a great question from Life with Brock. He says, what do you guys attribute to his pop- popularity, a little Rob Liefeld? I think that Rob Liefeld I mean- is, <laughs> Rob Liefeld is Stan Lee 2.0, that he was more media savvy than anybody else at the time. <laughs> and so he did that he, Levi's he and, commercial. Yeah, and he was he was about when comics were at their strongest, so people were just hungry for. Well, they were they were gaining gaining steam. They weren't their strongest yet, but it was right on the cusp of it. And they went off and they found an image, but he was 
young kid with the attitude, yeah, you know, and everything was TV extreme. It was the early nineties. Everybody ate that shit up to the yep. extreme. Rock a mic like a vandal. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to light up a stage and rock a chump time. like a Campbell as well? Yeah, like man. a Campbell. Uh, yeah, I, I, candle. I said it. I meant to say candle. Yes, I got tongue tied. Fuck you. What are you I my mistake. <laughs> yeah, like, like and the thing, awesome, and the thing is, is like, I, th- I think that people look back on that time and what Liefeld did with like rose colored glasses. Because yep. a yeah. lot of the, a lot Definitely. of the things that came out of X Force, people improved on. Everybody improved. On. E- everybody improved on. Like yeah. uh, I, Fabian, don't get me wrong, I loved X Force, but I didn't like early Liefeld X Force until yeah. he left the book and it started getting better. Didn't yeah, Fabian like, take that over? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Maybe pretty sure it. Fabian Nicieza. I was, was waiting for somebody else writer. to say his last name because look at look at when <laughs> it was going dry. <laughs> look at when Liefeld was coming into the comics. There's a lot of people who that was their their genesis for their introduction to comics. Yeah, was the Liefeld stuff, and it was such an exaggerated style. Yeah, you know, and but it, it it's what caught the attention of more than just the nerds like us. Yeah, I. I just that uncanny is still the best X Force run, the uncanny one that we've seen so far. With this new House of X and Powers of Ten that drops next week, oh my god, I'm excited! Do we want to talk about uh, that? We're, a bit? we're we're not going to spoil anything for anybody, but who here on the panel has read House of X number one that dropped Wednesday? I think it was just yeah, yeah that's my weekend project. Uh, I, 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 I I read yeah. it. I got through it. I got the it's, link. I want. I want to buy it though. I got there. It's, it. Dude, it's long, dude. It was long. It, I, I, it, it took me a while. I was like, God damn, dude. As a comic fan and understanding Hickman and how he like ties things in that yeah. people do, that yeah. he people plays don't the long look game. at. He he really does play a long game. Um, I think there was a very huge setup in House of X. Hmm. Yeah, um, I like it. it was, it was, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, go ahead, Nick. Sorry, I think that there's different ways that they're going to be able to go. I think that there was one very telling panel in that um, that wasn't at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that I think that the I think that the end of the book um, gave Magneto one of his best minutes uh, since Morrison. Yes. Um. I I think that Hickman has shown that he has the X Men completely under control. Like he understands the X Men, he understands those characters, and that there wasn't a misstep in the characterization of any of them except for one character, and that that one character has many options, and it may not be who you think it is. I'm going to agree with all of that, and I'm just going to say, I've been reading comics for a long time, and this here is the first thing to get me super excited about X-Men stuff since Age of Apocalypse. Now, I've been reading, I I dropped off for a while. I love the uh, Grant Morrison run, you know, that he did with Quietly. I love that run. It was good. Um, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah. There was some really great stuff that came out of that era. 
uh, you know, and the recent stuff they'd been doing the past seven or eight months had been pretty good too. But this is the best comic I've read outside of the current run of Immortal Hulk in fucking years. The one, the one thing I want to say about this is that I thought it was brilliant how they structured it as a comic book and almost like a D&D source book at the same time. Yeah, that's if you got the director's cut. If you just got the regular oh. standard issue, it didn't have all that extra shit in it. Oh, so it didn't have like the white pages in it for the I regular don't cut? Think the sta- I don't think the standard issue did. Ooh. Because the director's cut's a like sixty page issue. Yeah. That's what I read. Um I I yeah, get that copy if you can. Yeah. Um I it's it's very interesting. Um the one thing Dude, is- that that final panel, the words on that final panel made me scream out, Holy fucking shit, yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the, the thing is, is that like Marvel is kind, is kind of telling you, you don't have to read anything before this, but I believe nope. that's wrong. Yeah. They're saying um, you don't have to, but they are pulling from a lot of things that if, have been done but before. Like, but, okay. per, but personally, I think that the only thing that you have to have read before this is, um, Age of Omega. Yeah, Age of X-Men Omega, um, which was a story where they had kind of like an alternate reality uh, similar to Age of Apocalypse, except for that it's X-Men doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Legion was still involved in that story, um, but I believe that if you read X-Men Omega, uh, Age of X-Men Omega and then go straight into House of X I believe you'll be fine yeah uh, no they're not so calling too. it the new 52 as well Marvel reboots way more than DC <laughs> and it didn't used to be the case no DC it did not used to be the case yeah. it used to be DC did it about every 10 years yeah DC now Marvel's done it like 5 times in the past 15 yeah um they haven't had as high a profile writer on X-Men as Hickman in forever. Since, since Morrison. Well, yeah. maybe Abrams. But he did aston- he did Astonishing. Or not Abrams, but um, fucking Whedon. Yeah, I Whedon bet. did Astonishing. After mm-hmm. Morrison. But... Certainly wasn't Chuck Austin. Yeah, that's which a lot of people consider the worst run on X-Men. Um, what's this X-Men reboot event called? Um, right now, Brink, what you need to read is a book called Age of X-Men Omega, and then the next book that you would need to read is called, is this House or Powers? House of X, number one. This is, this is House of X. And then next week... Next week, week Powers is, of Ten is coming. Up, but it looks like Powers of X. Right. And then they are going to alternate every week for 12 weeks straight. And then they're going to launch all the new titles. Yeah. And those, those, titles, look, those titles look like... Amazing. Amazing. Um, they're, I think this is, this is one of the few times since the 90s that you're going to have an X-Men title that... 
will appeal to everyone. Um, there's so there's so many there's so many different books coming out after the House of X and Powers of Ten that are going to there's going to be something for everybody. It, it, it hasn't been that, that way actually. in a long time. Let's see. So there's no 52 related terminology, uh, no no brink uh, because that's DC, that, right? New 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 52 is a DC thing. Um, this would be considered almost like a pocket universe reboot of the X Men for what for what you're looking at. <laughs> and Dakota says he's says I'm so excited for X-Force. He says the team and the premise. Yes. Even Excalibur even though I don't dig Betsy as Cap Britain but it's still tempting to read. Uh, I think Dude, th- Apocalypse is, being on that team. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's not really a spoiler that, since oh. in the solicitations they have Apocalypse. Yeah, they showed it all the SDCC, so I think we can talk about that. Interesting. <clears throat> uh, no, uh, Brink, um, he says, I know that's DC. I'm just wondering if Marvel is branding this event as, as anything. Um, Brink, what you, have to, what you have to realize is that Marvel, since the 90s, has really insulated their different universes um, when it comes to the reboots and everything. Yeah, um, they don't do like a company-wide crossover <sighs> event kind of yeah. thing very much. The last one they did was what? Secret Wars. Yeah, Secret Wars set up everything new. Um, but um, I, I think I think Brink kind of getting a getting um, caught up in the branding thing. You're gonna miss something. Seriously, just read uh, Age of X Men Omega and then uh, House of X and Powers of Ten. And powers, we keep saying Powers of Ten. It says Powers of X. So you're. But, but he did Hickman, say it is Powers of Ten, and it will make sense later yeah. on. Um, Marauders yeah, looks. Marauders looks amazing. Hey Russ, pick up your laptop. Yeah, Russ. Yeah, Russ. All right. <laughs> you're all good. That um, the Marauders good. looks interesting. Yeah, I got here's a lineup right here. It shows the new team lineups and the premise yeah. of each book. My pro my problem with that X Men book is the inclusion of Wolverine. Yeah, because if you take him out, you know everybody on that cover is a Summers, except yeah. for Wolverine. Except for Wolverine. <laughs> Well, I mean Jean Grey, but you know she technically. Yeah. I mean, he banged. I hear you, Brink. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, there's I your X Men book, quick, Josh. There you go. Yeah, your your X Men book, which is going to be the flagship title, which takes over Uncanny. The team's going to consist of Wolverine, uh, Rachel Summers, Scott Cyclops Summers, Jean Grey as Marvel Girl, Young Kid Cable. Yep. Corsair, Nathan Christopher Summers, which is, you know, there's three generations of Summers right there. Uh, Havoc, and then Vulcan in the background, which yeah. is the third Summers brother. Good God. Dude, yeah. I, dude, I still like Adam X. Oh God, no. He had he had the oh, he had God. the most nineties powers ever. 
Oh my god, Adam X the Extreme. Yes, dude. Dude, he even had a fucking chain wallet. Dude, he yo, he had commies and everything, dude. He was fucking dope. (sighs) So the Marauders book here looks pretty interesting. Yes, I uh, like the I like the fact that you kind of see Emma Frost in a Tony Stark kind of role, at yeah. like uh, bankrolling the Marauders. Mm-hmm. And it's the Hellfire Trading Company, but yeah, you know, led by Captain Kate Pride, not going by Kitty anymore. Oh. Funded by Emma Frost and the Hellfire Trading Company, Marauders Storm, Pyro, Bishop, and Iceman sailed the seas of the world to protect those hated and feared. So it's got like they're kind of like pirates, yeah. But pirates with a heart, I guess. Yeah. I'm, it's, that it's may be the book. That may be the book I'm least interested in. This I'm interested. Book here, well, it's got Iceman in it, so I'm in. I'm yeah. interested in it. But, yeah. but this, this book one here, here really intrigues me. Yeah. I mean, Excalibur. Uh, you're going to be the new Captain Britain, which is Betsy Braddock. Uh, and she's back in her original body, isn't she? I think. I believe so, because Quanin will be in Fallen Angels. Yeah, yeah. So, so you got Betsy Britica's new Captain Britain, and she is leading a team with Rogue and Gambit, Mr. and Mrs. X, Jubilee, Richter, and fucking Apocalypse. I think it's... I think that the breakout character in that series is going to be Richter, because I hope so. I like Richter. Yeah. Um, in with a Richter in that book, I don't doubt that you're going to probably see Shatterstar. Probably. I mean, because they are a couple. Yeah. And now this is something cool. This you I know, like, getting... even though uh, Dakota in the chat saying that this is the one that interests him the least. Really? I love this because it's the original New Mutants team with the addition of two members. So you got Sunspot, Wolvesbane, Mirage, Karma, Magic, and Cypher. And adding in two from Generation X, Chamber and Mondo, to go search for their missing member. And they go, uh, the first adventure is going to team them up with the Star Jammer. So that's pretty cool. And, and I'm sure Magic's probably the team leader in this. And another thing that could be interesting is, are we going to see a Star Jammers led by somebody else besides Corsair? I don't know. That That's would be cool. That's an interesting question. And then here's the Fallen Angels book, uh, yeah, which is Psylocke, the Quanon version, uh, teaming up with Cable and X-23. When a face from her past returns only to be killed, she seeks help from others who feel similar to get vengeance. Yeah. So, interesting. I'm excited for this X-Force book. Yes. I don't know Benjamin Percy's writing that well, but this does seem interesting because I, I like the split. Yeah. It's the the X-Force is the CIA of the mutant world. One half is the intelligence branch, which consists of Beast, Jean Grey, and Sage. The other is the special ops branch, which consists of Wolverine, Kid Omega, Domino, and Colossus. 
and I think that. And gonna, oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, also that's not Doctor Strange on the cover, like someone was speculating the other day hmm. uh, in the intelligence office. That's Black Tom Cassidy. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Some some somebody told me that they thought it was Doctor Strange, and no, that's Black Tom. Learn your fucking X Men. but yeah that's uh all these are launching at the end of october the 12 week run uh so number one started this week of house of x powers of 10 or next so 11 weeks from now these titles will launch um i don't know if they'll all launch on the same day they'll probably alternate like two books a week um in yeah. October, or one, two in one week, one another, two, if you, get, you know, however. Yeah, if you go to CBR or Newsarama, the October solicits for every company is up right now. So you can cool. check, so you can check and see what's going to be released when. Nice. Yeah, but I'm super excited, and <laughs> I'm glad that the X-Men are getting love again for the first time in, uh, oof. I don't know, since Morrison and maybe Sylvester after he left, when he came back after Morrison left. I yeah. mean, uh, X-Men have been shit on for the past decade, um, and that was no secret. Well, there's a reason for that. I think there was a... Yeah, 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 we all know the reason. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. they can deny that all they want, but now that they own it again... What what's what do you not see any books of right now, and what are you seeing lots of books of? You don't see shit about Inhumans anymore, do you? Nah, no. I read shit. They did they did a whole event that fucking killed the Inhumans. I'm sure. And depowered Black Bolt. Yeah, so that's so that's so bad because Black Bolt is a cool character, dude. The coolest coolest character on the Inhumans was Lockjaw, let's be fair. You're smoking crack. Karnak is the coolest fucking Inhuman. I'll give you that. I mean, Black Black Bull was pretty interesting. I don't know. I I like the idea of a motherfucker if he speaks a fucking whisper could annihilate the world. (laughs) But like, to to me personally, Karnak was the most the most interesting character. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, I mean, okay, but it's yeah. In that miniseries that he just that he had like a couple years ago was fucking awesome. (laughs) Oh no, I. Um, the reason that we were talking about Magnolia in the fir- and uh, Del Toro adaptation of the unmade third film in the first place was we were talking about we were going to talk about adaptations. Um, this is crazy, dude. Yeah, I, I um, I don't know, man. I'm kind of like, God. Is there anything you guys want to see? Any adaptations you want to see? Fucking Dark Hawk, bring back Dark Hawk. Dark Hawk's been back, dude. He's, I, I know he's had not... he, he's had three or four miniseries over the past <laughs> couple of years, and he was he was in the first few episodes of Guardians. I know he was in Guardians. I didn't realize he had a miniseries. Yeah, dude. Um, but I want to see him on a fucking full on ongoing again. 
God, I missed that. Uh, well, they've changed them so much. Dude. If, <laughs> if 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 you ha- if you haven't read the stuff that's been going on, like with the couple of miniseries, like his brother is like a dark hawk now too, and there's the whole brotherhood of raptors they brought in. Yeah, I know about the brotherhood. Yeah, is Chris Owl still the fucking dark hawk? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah. But um. Like what I wanted to talk about was like what, like what do you feel like for adaptations? Like, do you feel that um, people have to be slavish was, to source material, was, or it do was you a fe- really really good movie? Okay, actually, adaptation was right, but I'm talking about just adaptations in the first place. <laughs> like, you know, what are, what are some of the best that you guys can think of? Well. <clears throat> when I see something redone, you know, like, oh, it's an adaptation of this, you know, you always have the original. And then whether you're talking like, okay, this run's done, now we're going to relaunch and go in this direction, or, you know, a property's been dead for a while and they're bringing it back. I prefer that they stay true to the characterization of the original characters. But anything else is fair game to go in a different direction, as long as those characters are still who they are supposed to be. Right, but that's good to say and everything, Josh. But like, what do you feel are some of the best some of the best adaptations of source material? IDW's been doing some really good. Okay, movie wise, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, nineteen ninety. Yeah. Great adaptation yeah. of the original Eastman and Laird comic. Okay. Go ahead, Josh. What were you going to say, Rob? Oh, I was just oh. saying, if we're, if we're talking adaptions, I mean, IDW has taken some classic franchises like uh, the Ghostbusters and shit like that, and they've yes. done some awesome shit with them. Yeah. Yes, they have. Uh, they also have an incredible uh, run on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles right now. Issue 96 yeah. is getting ready to drop. And there's some, I love that comic. It's one of my favorite comics that's currently out. Yeah. And it's very, um, very keen on the original, uh, on the, the Eastman Laird. It, it's definitely, if inspired it were going by. to, it's definitely inspired by Eastman and Laird's original stuff. Yeah. Uh, the original Mirage comics. Uh, you don't get the cheesy, hokey 80s and 90s cartoon stuff, which is, to me, the worst turtle stuff ever done, with the exception of this new cartoon that's happened in the Rise of the Turtles. I hate yeah. it. Oh um, God, that is unwatchable. That's that <laughs> is an example of a terrible adaptation. Because as much as I enjoy Raph being the leader, Leonardo should not have Michelangelo's personality. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, you were gonna say something? Yeah. Oh, I, I was just <clears throat> uh seconding what Josh was saying about the the original Turtles movie. So wait, I, I had to step away for a second. Are we talking about best adaptations from comics? Like anything, from, books, from any from, from any books? source yeah, material. Just to get, taking a character and just adapting it to a more modern medium. Like or... Bot in Disguise says Harry Potter. That's a great adaptation. Yeah, in the changes yeah. in the changes that they made. You know, they did all right. I mean, makes sense. They they they. They had to do what almost every adaptation does. Though. They had to leave stuff out of the book, you know, and things like that. But that yeah. always happens. But for the you most know, part, they stuck pretty close. I'm pretty forgiving for that. Those first yeah. two Harry Potter movies were almost page for page identical to the first two books. Man, very yeah, little, it, very little was left out or changed. 
that's not true because there's a lot of characters that are in the movie really aren't. They're still just like there's ghosts and stuff like that. that well, well, yeah, there's a couple of things, but they are the most closely represented I, by all of yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you that. And, and six, the Half-Blood Prince is the least recognizable from the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're they right. They did a lot of changes in that one. They did. That's true. It was, it was which is why it's my least favorite of the movies. Yeah, it's it's hard to. Like that one was. Uh, I like them. Another, another <laughs> yeah. one mentioned in the chat is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's, that's a really good one. Good one. That's an you, example of the movie being better than the source material, if you ask me, because that is a slog of a read. Yeah, dude, yeah. I agree with you. Um, um, I, I would say just because I was thinking about this earlier today, the Dark Knight is um. It's not necessarily like a straight up adaptation, but they they borrowed a lot from um, the Long Halloween. Yeah, and I think that's what I, uh, I like to see because it is to me as cool as it would be to see that same story adapted, like you know, panel by panel. Yeah, like, I read that story. I enjoyed it in comic form, and that's good enough. I'd like to see the people take the good things from it and kind of do something new. So I think that would be my answer to that. Yeah. Like the dark, the dark, the dark, the Dark Knight to me doesn't have anything to do with like Miller's comic. To me, that was more. No, of I'm, a, I'm talking about the Long Halloween. Oh, okay, yeah. Not not the uh, the Dark Knight Returns. That was. Okay. I think they kind of borrowed a little bit from that for the third one for the Dark Knight Rising. Yeah, the Narnia movies are from the books, and I think those are a fucking mess. They yeah, are. Not good. I, I was I was a huge Narnia fan as a kid, and I was so disappointed in everything except for the first movie. The first movie was good, and the second movie was okay. But then they put out the third movie, and wasn't it like the fourth or the fifth book? Yeah, yeah. Skip. And I was like, okay, I'm out. The Crow. The Crow. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The like, original see, Crow movie, the first Crow. Even though it's vastly different from the book, the spirit of the book is still there. Yeah. To me, that's superior. That's superior to the source material that I read. Yeah. I can't say that, but they're equal. I do. I do have deep, deep love for both. Yeah, I'm gonna throw out the World of Warcraft movie. Believe it or not, because it. I still haven't seen that, man. But I, I, I want to. It's. It, I the like World of Warcraft has such a branching <laughs> story in the game. Yeah. It's hard to nail down one. But what they did was take the source of, of the game characters and create a story with it, and it turned out really good. Yeah, I thought it was great. That's cool. Yeah. They did a good job on it. I don't know. I played World of Warcraft for years, and my my thing about the Warcraft movie was that, like, there was there were so many more interesting characters that they could have used in the fiction. That's a that's a good point. That's a good yeah, but point. do you jump right into your mainline characters on your first run out? Like yeah, I, like I yeah. You, I, I mean, you you got. I mean, I there was no one yeah. dead in the book in, in the movie. No. I, I I mean that that to me is the most interesting part of the of World of Warcraft is you know Sylvanas and. You know, Illidan. There's yeah. no Illidan. How do you do a fucking Warcraft movie without Illidan? Brink, Brink uh-huh. has a question in the chat. Is the Walking Dead TV series a good adaptation? I don't know. I've never read it and I've never um, watched it. Okay. I will say 
to a point, it is a good adaptation, and then it fucking just completely shifted, <laughs> and no longer did I enjoy it. The comic itself, all right, was good. Yeah. Now I read. Okay, now I read the comic through most. I just I, I didn't get. I stopped at a certain point, but I made it up to a certain point with the comic. And the TV show was a good adapt adaptation. But what Through I liked the first about, five seasons, right? But what I liked about what they did was the TV show. They would they would change shit, mm-hmm. like, yeah. very intentionally too. You you yep. if you knew if you already read the comics, you did not you knew know exactly what was, what was. Well, you thought you knew it was going to happen. Yeah, because yeah. they I, would they would kill characters off that were still that lived, man. and the other characters that were alive, they're dead. Yep, it, I it, think you know, they would do that shit. You know, and I, I kind of. Like oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I think I think that Walking Dead is one of those things that you're going to have a strong opinion one way or the other. <laughs> that you prefer yeah. the comic or you prefer the TV show. Probably, probably. I would I would agree with that. Like I really like the comic book. Um, uh, which came right. first, the G1 Transformers the, cartoon or the Marvel comics? The comic. The comic. The comic premiered in the, April of '84, and the, the cartoon premiered in September. Of the 84. first four-issue miniseries. Yep, yeah. and then it was only supposed to be a miniseries, but the sales were so good they said, "Let's just keep it as an ongoing title," and it ran for eighty issues. Yeah, um, the Mar- the Marvel stuff is very interesting. Um, they went completely off the fucking walls compared to what the cartoon did. Extremely, yeah. extremely and, different from yeah, the but, cartoon. Well, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that the comic was a lot darker than the TV. The TV it series was geared towards selling yeah. toys to kids. Exactly. You yeah. didn't see characters die in the TV series. They yeah. always got blown to bits or really heavily damaged, about to die, but always repaired by Ratchet and Wheeljack. That was okay. it. 80s yeah. TV mandate though, because notice GI yep. Joe was the same way. I mean, yeah. it's a yeah. Nobody it, died. GI Joe, nobody died. But if they got shot down, you see them parachuting. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. If they if their well, ship, hey, their hey, boat got blown up, you see them diving overboard. But in the comic, people fucking killed. <laughs> Real quick, E. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sam. I don't remember. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, war, hey, war doesn't have consequences, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, e. Prime has a good point. He said, he said, if if you you will enjoy The Walking Dead, the TV show, more if you didn't read the comic. And I think that's something. He's that, absolutely right. Because I think he's right. Absolutely. And, I, and, and, and The Walking Dead is not the only thing. I was a I read the Hunger Games books. Okay. And then when I watched the movies. Like I, I felt like the movies and the books were kind of one of those things where they kind of complemented each other. <clears throat> but if I hadn't have read the book, I think I would have enjoyed the movie a lot more. But so the problem is, is I read the book. Some all the books because so. of like the surprises and things like that. Well, the books are primarily from her point of view, and in the movie, okay. you're seeing more. There's, it's almost like the movie expands on what you didn't get in the book. Yeah, you get a much but, broader scope. Right, but it's harder to know her thoughts in the movie because in the book, you can hear her thoughts. You're talking about Walking Dead her. still? No, 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 Hunger no. Oh, Hunger Games. Sorry, but, Hunger Games. I mean, yeah, and I think that I, I would have enjoyed the movies better if I hadn't have read the book because then I wouldn't have known some of the thoughts that are going through her brain. But do you, still, like, do you still have like a positive opinion of the movies? Cause I like the movies. Oh, no, I do. And, and I think I, that, um, 
the the two that I, I only read the first two, but I thought they were good books too, man. No, they no, they were great books. They were great. Yeah. I just felt like for the the movie, it was one of those things where if I if I if I read the like if I wouldn't have read the books, I think I'd have enjoyed the movie even more. I liked the movie though; it was good. Russ, you probably, probably know this best. Are the Fifty Shades movies good at, yeah. adaptations? Well, I never. No. <laughs> what about, what about the Twilight movies, Russ? I don't listen. I don't mess with sparkly vampires. Okay, we get this bad. What right. the vampires sparkling it? You're shitting me. Right. Right. I, I did. I did see the Fifty Shades. I did watch the Fifty, the 50 Shades of Grey movies, though. I did. They were good movies. All right. Russ watches those because Anna doesn't let him watch porn. He's like, this is the next uh, it's the the closest thing, brother. No uh, joke. I asked Tiff about this because she read the books and she watched the movies. She said the movies were garbage compared to the books. That's, that's really? why I bring in the chat. I said, ask yeah. my wife. She, she, she's she's <laughs> it all, read it all, man. Now, okay. Now, oh, see for the thing I wanted to bring up. Go ahead. Hurry. Uh, speaking of vampires, uh, Nick, I know you're a big fan of the Anne Rouse books. Yes. How are those movie adaptations compared to her books? Okay. Uh, here's the thing. I'm a big fan of this, but I'm gonna let you in. Okay. Here, here's the thing. People shit on interview. People that are fans of the book shit on the interview movie. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. But what the interview movie did was concisely like summarize the book. <laughs> I kind of agree with that. Agree um, with that. The book, yeah. the oh. the book is superior to the movie for interview. It is. Um, Queen of the Damned book completely over the movie. Queen well, of the okay. Damned movie was good. The soundtrack was awesome. The movie. Okay, was but garbage. the Queen of the Damned movie was a was a great vampire movie. <laughs> but if you have if you never read the book and you've seen the movie, you 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 would be great because you don't know what's going on, right? Except for what you're seeing, right? But if you read the book. And you saw that movie. That movie's almost unrecognizable, with the yeah. exception of character names and a little bit of. They stuck to somewhat to the story, but not really. It's kind of like yeah. it went off the rails in that movie. Yeah, the, ca- the, ca- the casting for that movie was complete shit. Yeah, I agree. With, I mean, yeah. You know what? I really dug the score and the soundtrack, though. Shout out to John. Yeah. Well, no, the soundtrack, yeah. was, actually, <laughs> the soundtrack was the best part of the fucking movie. That was the only redeemable part yeah. of that movie. Like, yeah. What I fucked up is one of the songs was called Redeemer. So. Yep. <laughs> but, I, but I agree with Nick as far as with the interview. I, thought, I, I love the interview with the vampire. I love the movie. and I, But I do agree with you. It wasn't as... Like, they basically had to cut a lot of garbage out from that was in the book. Yeah. Because, and, Dakota... And like, Dakota said uh, Queen of the Damned soundtracks went probably one of the top three movie soundtracks of all time. And I can't argue with that. I, 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 would also, I would also throw the Spawn soundtrack up there. Spawn yeah, soundtrack was better than the entire movie. Another example of a mo- soundtrack being better than the entire fucking movie. Um, uh, and a terrible adaptation. <laughs> see, and I see Ebron says you know, that Queen of the Damned sucked at, you know, too bad it sucked as a movie, though. And I said, well, Here's the thing about Queen of the Dam. If it only it would only suck as a movie if you read the book. If you never read the book, I've never read the movie. book, and I saw that movie and I loved it. Fucking yes, loved I mean. it. Yeah. I think you would love it as a vampire movie. It's an interesting tale that they tell in the movie. Well, it's also a combination of I've been told of the vampire Lestat and the Queen of the Dam condensed into one movie. It, it, it is. More, they, I, I would say I would say it's more Body Thief and. Queen of the Dam than it is Lestat because oh, okay. you don't you don't get like the print not, not well, the but. vampire the vampire Lestat was the ori- origin of Lestat 
Well, no, yes, it was, but then there's a part, there's a point in Vampire's Little Thought when he wakes up. Remember when he goes to sleep and then he wakes up, right? And but the scene where he wakes up and he hears the band playing, and that's when you met, and that's in Queen of the Dam. But that's only, but that's only like the, the last. That's only like the last. 50 pages of the book i know but i mean that's what i mean it had but it, uh, that's a that's a pretty important but like there's char- there's char- there's characters that are in queen of the dam that are nowhere yeah. near in lestat oh no i know absolutely like absolutely. No, talamasca david right. jessica right. those yeah and, and i guess it's like the beginning of the uh the beginning of queen of the dam is the very end it's like the end of lestat of the, You're of, right of book. so Great. And of course, that that's what kicks off Queen of the Dam, though. Is that the end of the Lestat book? That's what starts it off. Because the whole rock band thing is what you know gets everything going. It's you know his fucking exposure and all that bullshit. He's and then you find out the story. And then, by the way, Marius was not. This <sighs> uh, should drive me crazy with a caution. Thank you. Know, it was like yeah, the way uh, yeah. Dude. It drove me nuts. It drove me crazy. I was like, man. And Marius did not make. Was thought he was not Marius didn't make him a vampire. It was a yeah. another vampire that made Lestat not Marius. Yeah. Magnus. I Magnus. I couldn't remember his name. Thank you. That's who it was. So it's like, dude, they just they just decided to just change up shit. Oh, I don't want to win. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I want to kind of bring it back. I kind of want to bring it back to the eighties and like the Conan movies. Oh, uh, Brink had a quick question before you go, Conan. <laughs> Watership Down on Netflix was that a good adaptation? It was a fucking stellar adaptation. That's just what I think. Yeah. What was the source material for that? It's a book. Watership yeah. Down. It's a book by Richard Adams. Yeah, it's basically a, a story he made up about rabbits and their daily lives that he told to his daughters when they would go out driving on trips in the country. And there was an actual hill near a town called Watership Down. So that's what he named the book, and he just put it to paper, and it became a big, huge hit. Uh, it's more of a social commentary thing, you know, but yeah, it was really good. But, like, but Nick wanted to talk about Conan. <laughs> Conan. Yeah. <clears throat> the fucking Arnie Conan. Fucking glorious. Yeah. Uh, James Earl Jones as... No. <laughs> now, that was an adaptation from the book, right? It oh, was um... from Robert... It was from... Robert E. Howard's books and also the Roy okay. Thomas Marvel comics. Okay, because I didn't like I've never read any Conan comics or and I never read a Conan book. I just remember the movies and I loved the, <laughs> the Conan movies. Were yeah, great. I love so, the Conan movies with Arnie. Yeah, and supposedly yeah. there's a King Conan movie that's been in development hell with Arnold for years. If it happens, if it happens, it'll be unbelievable. Yeah, dude. like Arnold. Happens, Arnold was fucking perfectly. Perfect for that. Fucking roided out of his mind, getting yeah, fucked no. up every day. You know, oh, that's great. Trust shit. your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of their women. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking, I'm just trying to think of what else um, was a great adaptation. Um, so far. Oh, from comics? Mm hmm. Um, Shit, the name was on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Vigo Mortensen was in it. Oh, I was, Ed Harris was in it too. Uh, fucking the road or something. 
Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition. That was a great adaptation of the comic. Wait, what was that one with Vigo Mortensen? Shit. That's what it was, Road to Perdition. Oh, dude, I, I bet my paycheck on it. That had Tom Hanks in it. Um, The one with Vigo Mortensen, it was Ed Harris was in it, and he had, like, the, the weird-looking eye. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? You did it sounds familiar. Oh, I'm trying to think of what to tell you. Dang it. Um, oh, I don't want to look this up. All right, here. You're going to have to look it up. You're going to have to look it up. Okay, well, yo, oh, maybe that. it was I'm a gonna... history of violence. History of violence. Yes, you're right. My oh, bad. My history bad. I miss. I misnamed it. It was history of violence. Ooh. My mistake. Brink okay. brings well, up a good one. What the fuck was Perdition? Brink brings up a good one in the chat. Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen, I, yeah. I, I Watchmen was, was an amazing adaptation that I feel improved on the original. No, dude, that's I cool. agree, but I think yeah. you really need to watch the ultimate director's cut and not the theatrical release. Well, it's like every yeah, that Zach three Snyder and a half hour cut or whatever what it is. Wants to um, so like it, that's the easy answer. Zack Snyder really does do that panel to screen better than anybody. So like you could say three hundred. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Watchmen. Well, three hundred. The, the Watchmen changes. This is just real quick. It's like that's why you call it an adaptation, right? Because you 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 gotta change some things to to right from one right. to just, it. Whether yeah, it's how you adapt it. Yeah. The uh, the thing I felt that the changes that Snyder and whoever else wrote that I made in Watchmen made it a superior piece of fiction to Yeah, the because original. how they how Ozymandias enacted his plan yeah. versus yeah. how he did it in the comics, I think it was a much yeah. better way. Because fucking Alan Moore's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> I agree. I hate fucking Alan Moore. Dude, I, I really fucking now, do. Man. Take it easy. <laughs> I, I, I fucking hate Alan Moore and he can curse me with whatever fucking snake magic he has. Fuck him. <laughs> Uh, David David Hader wrote the screenplay along with Alex C. T. S. E. C. I don't know. I, I don't know, but David Hader wrote it. Yeah. I get so annoyed because I keep waiting for them to do a really good a really good movie adaptation of a video game. Well, yeah, really well, wait, wait! You didn't like Super Mario Brothers or Street no. Fighter the movie? I think no. I think the clo- I think the, the closest. More, more- I think the closest that they've got to a good video uh-huh. game adaptation was Assassin's Creed. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. Okay, Probably. Assassin's Creed wasn't bad. I, I did, I did, I did enjoy that because they stuck name a, a to the, to the game, name another know? video game movie that um, wasn't bad. Dude, Russ is just waiting for Gears of um, Man. Not <laughs> game no more. No, dude. So um, the, the guy. I, I dude, oh, I was like, go ahead. No, I, was just saying I mean, Rob, Rob said World of Warcraft, and you're saying yeah, um, I, Assassin's I it, Creed, but tell me another one. Well, God, I mean, I, I, I just watched one not that long ago that was pretty good, and I can't remember what the hell it was. It sucks is I liked I liked the Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> I can't remember the name. I enjoyed, I enjoyed, funny. I enjoyed the first Mortal Kombat movie. That's the one. It, it wasn't a good movie. Nah, no, Dakota but brings up. Halo, Halo Forward Under Dawn. That is a fantastic one, actually. One of the oh, one of the, Final Fantasy Spirit. Yeah, of the End. that's the one I was trying to. I think was, of. 
I wasn't oh, going to say it, Spears Within, but there's another Final Fantasy. King's Glaive. King's Glaive that was based on 15 was phenomenal. And Advent Children that followed up and closed, wrapped up everything from 7 was really good. Yeah, Advent Children, I think it was. But King's like. Glaive, if you've not seen it, watch it and play 15 and all. Oh, Sink me later. Huh. You know, I'm, I'm just waiting for um, a one that's gonna like make that big hit where everybody's gonna enjoy it. You know, even people that never played the video. Yeah, like, oh, well, you mean uh, Adam Sandler didn't do that with his video uh, game movie a few years no, back? Yeah. No, Brink asked really about uh, Ready Player One. Did anyone read the source material for that? I never. Uh, did. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good book. The movie was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ooh, to me, speaking of books that became good series, sorry, Nick. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Altered Carbon on Netflix. Oh. Amazing yeah, show. Those are both good. Yeah, yeah, the book's solid, too. I got to get the other two books, though. Mine was uh, Blade. Blade? Dude, it was better than the comics that came before. The, the Blade comics in the 70s were terrible. Even it like even the fucking Midnight Sun shit in the nineties, the Blade movie was superior to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked. We I think I we say, talked I about think... it earlier in the episode, but you know, it did not suck. It was okay. That Blade yeah, that Blade movie is fucking amazing. Blade two, I think, is the best of the three. I... Uh, Blade three is. I, there I are agree. Some funny moments in, in Blade three though. And okay, just as a nerd, just as a nerd for Vampire the Masquerade, I think that it was very interesting that they were completely ripped off parts of Vampire the Masquerade for Blade. And then in the second, in the second Blade movie, they hired Tim Townsend, who was the artist on Vampire right. the Masquerade, for Blade to do yes. set designs and con- con- consult on it. Well, they they ripped it off. Yes, they did rip it off because they they wanted to use that some some things in that world. That's why from Dude. that world more Boy. so. That's I mean, yeah. but saying they ripped it off. They took some aspects of it. Yes, they did. Oh, Artistic dude, aspects. No. No, 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 no. What no, what all did what all did they rip off? Of okay, the vampire, the vampire glyphs. You tell me the clans okay, of vampires. Okay, but hold on. You can't say glyphs. Glyphs are used for a lot of are a lot of other things. You can't just say that was like. Dude, oh, but the but the way they did it was completely ripped off from Vampire. Yeah, I, yeah I, I do give you that. Oh, that was completely ripped off. Um, the whole, I mean, but, all right. What else? The way the way that they changed Blade from the comics to the movie was ripped off from Vampire: The Masquerade. The way they work. What, what, what do so? I mean? Well, what do you mean? How they changed him from the comic? He's. I mean, he was a, a half vampire, half human in the comics. He yeah. he killed vampires in the comics. Right. He hunted them down. Right, but he was the, the way, same way in the movie. Yeah, I don't understand. but but the way they oh, the way that they did shit. it, fucking Blade was a was what would be called a dompier in Vampire: The Masquerade, and they fucking completely the way, because before in the comics, Blade had a fucking. Uh, vulnerability to sunlight that he couldn't act at his full power in sunlight okay okay so, so they he completely did, ripped yeah in a, in a movie they, they made that irrelevant right sunlight was irrelevant to him right. that's why he's called and then deacon and then deacon frost was basic was basically a character from vampire the masquerade that they had ripped off 
I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to see that dude to show me that. You have to dude, show, you, have to show you, me that you, sometime, dude. I've told, to I told you, I've told Deacon you, Frost and I've told everybody. Incredible character. If dude, they ripped I've that told, off, I'm better. Dude, Deacon Frost <laughs> in the comics was completely different. Deacon yeah, Frost in the comics was, but, but was I, actually I, a deacon. I liked him. I liked him better in the movie. That's <laughs> right, because they ripped it off from Vampire <laughs> the Masquerade. Because he was fucking incredible in the movie, dude. God, he was great in the movies, man. Ugh. But yeah, um, dude, the day, they I was fu- bitter he died. I was bitter. I was pissed at him. And Underworld, him. Underworld, White Wolf sued Underworld and settled under under the you know they settled so that you know Underworld this, could go forward. Vampire like, Masquerade cannot claim all domain on vampires. No, vampire they can't. Stuff, no, they stuff. can't. But when you completely when you completely rip off their structure and how they've built but their vamp- world. But the vampire world is is all dark and gothic and all that shit. It's it's it's. it's I mean, like in Underworld, I, what did they steal? What did Underworld steal from Vampire to Masquerade? The Vampire Werewolf War. That that's hey, that, that's stolen from where? From, from where, cool. Russ? Vampires and werewolves hate each other. It's from where? Funny. Hey, hey, from hey, where? I just, cool. uh-huh. I just saw something cool. Can I tell what, you all about what, it? What'd you see? Well, it's video game related. Um, there you is a kind of, good argument here. What do you? What do you <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to put that argument. that's going in circles to bed. Actually, it's not going but, in circles. Uh, I'm right, Russ. I mind. have. I have a pair of friends that live in North Carolina that live in Raleigh, and they work for a company called Limited Run Games. Oh, Limited shit. Run Games is putting out. Some, they're re-releasing two video games uh, from '91. They're releasing. They're re-releasing the Empire Strikes Back for the NES and the Game Boy, and 90, 1997 Shadows of the Empire for the N64. Now, oh, what's no cool? Way. What's cool is they're re-releasing them on cartridges, but they're putting them on blister packs, like the action figures would have looked like to be. Oh yeah. Nice. But they, you, you, there's no digital codes for them, but you can pre-order them starting now. And they have two editions. They have you have to play them on retro console. So if you've got like a retron, yeah. you can play them on the retron. I wish. Uh, but the standard version, uh, <laughs> they're forty to forty-five bucks a piece. But the premium editions are going to be eighty-five to ninety, and they'll come in boxes. Uh, and they're going to have collector coins, pens, posters, and trading cards in them. Uh, so. That's a nice yeah. collector. That's a nice collector's piece if you're and, interested. In that. And they said the next thing they're going to work on is Dark Forces. Yeah. Now I want to get back to this shit. <laughs> but but I just thought that was a cool thing because I love me some but Star Wars like, video games. Russ, I don't know for, if they're going to be remasters right. or not, but okay. yeah. Russ, they actually yeah. the people the makers of Underworld settled with White Wolf. That's so, probably because they want they wanted to avoid the bad press. No, they settled. They settled because they were in the middle of the trial, and White Wolf was going to win. Well, they probably settled because they were in the middle of the trial. They wanted to move on because they had other movies to make. Well, White Wolf was going to win. That's yeah, that's the thing. So you guys like, come on, dude. But that's ridiculous. You're telling me so the vampire vampire werewolf war. Mm-hmm. Vampire to Masquerade invented that. Yes, that shit was going on back in the Universal Dude, Monster days. That's been no, going on. Yes, because Wolf they didn't have clans of vampires and werewolves. The Wolfman and, and Dracula Monster hated days. each other, dude. They couldn't stand each other. They always fought each other. 
No, dude. It's, it's completely. Absolutely. Oh my god. Werewolves you got, and vampires. You guys are, ta- you guys are talking about opinion. I'm some talking of the about Anne Rice fucking books too. I'm sorry. Nah, she's, she's not a big werewolf. Uh, I, I didn't um, hear what Rob said. I remember no that there was a a vampire. There was it was a vampire novel I read back in like middle school. Mm-hmm. And there was a battle. Like there was there was bad blood between. It was based around this detective. It was a female detective, and there was a vampire and a werewolf that they were like in this love triangle thing as part of a side story to the the whole thing. But there was bad blood between the vampire and the werewolf tribes. And this book had been out for a while before I read it. By the way, did they? Are you are you gonna are you gonna tell me that they that they stole stole the idea for the whole vampires and werewolves having a common ancestor? <laughs> they stole that from Vampire the Masquerade too. Well. No, no. Um, and no that's, that's pretty and original, that's, and, that, and that's not what happened. And and that's not what happened in fucking uh, underworld either. That's totally the whole, cor- the whole common, core Venus vampires the, and werewolves have a common ancestor. That wasn't until the sequels. Hey, no, it was it was actually no because no because Michael movie. Michael Corvinus was co- created. He, right, but it was revealed in the first movie. That's when it happened. Right. It in the first Underworld movie. Right, he was an abomination, which is a term coined by the by Vampire the Masquerade. They never called him an Well, I guess Victor did call him an abomination, yes. but Victor's, Victor was a racist. That's why. He's, he hated anything that wasn't vampire. So. Um, <laughs> I mean, speak, speaking of things that aren't vampires, yeah. I did, there, actually, there is a vampire in it. I did just think of another wonderful adaptation of a comic uh, that is a current ongoing TV show, Preacher. Yeah. Preacher was fucking bigger. wonderful. Yeah. It's pre- the Matrix. Yes, The Matrix ripped off a ton of Grant Morrison shit from The Invisibles. They ripped off every. That's crazy, dude. Get out of here. The Matrix is. Oh, man, that's insane. Can't, how can you say. Just because something's a little bit like something else, you can't say they ripped it off. They did. There's so many things there. <laughs> hey, speaking of what the Wachowskis. Speaking but, of a, an adaptation the Wachowskis did that I thoroughly enjoy, and I'm not ashamed to say it, is the Speed that? Racer movie. That's the, I Dude, actually, okay. that's, that was good. I like. I'm that gonna <laughs> speaking of video game flicks too. By the way, before I forget, yeah, the Need for Speed movie was actually really good. Oh wow! Um, Somebody was bashing that in the chat. <laughs> oh come on, um, that movie was pretty no, fucking good. Bad. Well, here was Rob. It was a good car movie, dude. That's what it was. You're a car guy, so I can see why you liked it. I liked it for that reason. I bet you liked the Fast and the Furious movies, don't you, Rob? Not really, actually. Like, some of them are good. After Paul okay. Walker, fuck them. I love the Fast okay. and Furious movies. I'm all about that franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm hardcore, buddy. That's that's yeah. You and G Money can go and. Enjoy the Hobbs and Shaw together, then. <laughs> well, okay. See that. See that's. Yeah, I want to actually. I wanted to see that, and Anna. Anna was like, "No, you ain't gonna see that garbage." She's like, "I'm not paying." Oh, you're not gonna make a that. <laughs> Anna said, "That sounds like a rental to a, a blue. What she said, a red box rental to me." 
Shit, that's a wait for fucking TV airing. It made me laugh. TNT yeah. throw it on for about six, yeah. six plays in a row. TNT on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> oh, I was rolling. I was like, that's, I said, but Roman Reigns is in it. She said, so fucking what? <laughs> Hell, I don't like him. On, you know, the character he plays now. What makes you think I'm going to like this character that he plays? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's too funny, man. I don't know. I, I think it's funny that they took those two characters that were created in Fast and Furious franchise and decided, yeah, let's just go to a side movie with them. I'm just kind of like, God, has it grown that much that we can? They think they can pull that off? You know, it, it'll, it'll probably be, be, make a lot of money because The Rock is in it. Oh yeah, so it'll probably do really well, right? But I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's weird. It's crazy how the Fast and the Furious started. And yeah, it's so it. different than how it started. <laughs> no, it, it isn't because it kind of, it kind of GI Joe movies. Yeah. Oh, there's a terrible heist, adaptation. GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra is a terrible adaptation. Oh, geez. well. Yeah, you you didn't like The Rise of Cobra. You hated that. What movie? was on with the stupid ass super suits? Rise the Rise of, of Cobra. Yeah, it was Rise of Cobra. Yeah. It was terrible. Uh, retaliation. Like retaliation was. A little better, but Destro you know, was, was. You didn't like Destro in it. I mean, because he was Destro, he wasn't. He didn't have the face just before until the end. I mean, that's when he gets. I there. mean, you like, know, he, I really love the opening scene where it showed Destro, like the ancestor getting the yeah. iron mask, <laughs> and that was a traditional thing for all right. Destro men right. to wear the iron mask in yeah. public after that. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't like. I mean, there was a lot about that movie that I didn't like. Did, so you didn't, did you like the Baroness? Her, the whole story about her being, you know, Duke's uh, former lover fuck, and everything. And fuck and no, you didn't like that. I hated that. I hated the fact that they made her brother turn out to be yeah, Cobra her brother commander. Cobra commander. Oh <laughs> God, it was god awful. I hated Channing Tatum as Duke. I thought he was terrible. I hated Marlon Wayans as Ripcord, uh, not was... because uh, Ripcord was one of my favorite characters from the comics. Uh, I loved Ripcord in the comics, and I, they I were just they... so different. I don't know. I just, I, I think it was that was probably the biggest problem with that movie. Well, a lot of a lot of had a lot of problems, but the casting wasn't very really good. They didn't do the it the bad. second one was better, but I well, didn't like the Rock of the Roadblock. Uh, he was fine as the blind master. No, he wasn't. Uh, yeah, he was. <laughs> he didn't know he wasn't. He was, hey, he was better as the blind master than the Rock was as Roadblock or Bruce Willis was Joe Colton. Sorry. Well, mm. what about what about the chick that played uh, Lady uh, with Lady J? No, she was her. awesome. Adrian Palicki, she was awesome. Yeah, she was pretty good, right? Yeah, you know, cool. and the guy that played Flint, you know, I don't think it should have been Flint, but it was okay. The Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, and Jinx well, see, was see, amazing did, and straight out of the comics. I didn't like his portrayal of Flint because I always felt like Flint is more of a, a, a as more of a commanding guy, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, that dude just didn't play that part to me that well. No, so. it was like, okay, <laughs> this must be yeah. Flint right out of boot or some shit. Right, right. He's Flint by name, but not the Flint I know. <laughs> no, no, that's the thing. And it, yeah, that's a good point. I, yeah, I liked, I liked when um, there's a cool scene when um, Storm Shadow is uh, 
shows you know shows up to break out uh break Cobra Commander out of the prison. Did oh like, no, it was Firefly. Fire well, Fireflies, right? But and that was amazing. Yeah. Dude. Uh Ray Wise's Firefly was amazing. Um he, he was, was really good. He was good. Uh you know, the this version of Cobra Commander, he's actually wearing the battle helmet. Right. And the troopers, the way their helmets are shaped from the side profile, they look like Cobra Troopers. You know, of course, yeah. they had the exposed mouth and face. I didn't really care for that, but right. I liked everything about Retaliation much better than the original. Yeah. But I'm not that saying better. that Retaliation's a good movie either. It's a better movie than Rounds of Cobra, mm-hmm. but both are terrible at that. You're saying, you're saying that's, not, that's not saying much? I think Retaliation is like Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? Uh, like, like, like it can't it, be a it, shit to watch. But. Yeah. Well, it well it, it hits a lot of the the spots, but not all the way. And right. Yeah. Awesome yeah. It hits Mortal it hits a lot of through. the comic spots uh, with right. the Snake Eyes Storm Shadow stuff. Yeah. But other than that, Ooh. um, speaking of Mortal Kombat, one of the best adaptations that I've seen in a while uh, that changed the source material, but was somewhat uh faithful was mortal Kombat legacy both seasons oh the machinima show yeah the that machinima was show with michael jai well, yeah it was amazing yeah. that was good actually i liked that that was good they did a good job on that yeah i was disappointed when it was done i was like oh <laughs> oh he said we forgot the best video game movie what's he gonna drop what is on it, us e? don't keep us in suspense do, do tell us i'm curious Dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> was Stone Cold in that shit? Isn't that the one that Yui Bowl directed? I think so, yeah. Dude never let Yui Bowl touch anything. <laughs> Except for Postal. <laughs> Alright, guys. I think we've pretty much shot this shit into the ground. I'm going to go yeah, ahead and call it here. Well, I mean, hell, we, we didn't think we were going to have much longer than an hour show. We were two yeah, and a half we goddamn half. hours. Alright, guys. So, uh, just to go ahead and try and do some plugs here. Pull up a table to pull up a chair to the Cool Table Network with such shows as Ender the Realm, Shire Castle Uncut, Breaking the Mold, Verbally Challenged, Beers and Bolters 40k, Eight weeks. What am I missing here, guys? Uh, shit. Did you say Shattercast Uncut? Yeah, I it? said Shattercast Uncut. Okay. I didn't say Stasis Lock. I didn't Nerd say Rage. Nerd Rage Radio. Nerd Rage Radio is a good one, too. Right. Yep. Excuse me for the ones that I missed. I uh, never Breaking the, the Mold. Breaking, uh, I said Breaking the Mold. Oh, okay. Did you, you say Verbally Challenged? I did say BX? that. Okay, I wasn't paying attention. See, I was you never paid attention. <laughs> to what the fuck I no, said? No, I was. God well, damn it. see, there started, the truth fucking comes out. The, no, no, you started going into that, and I was just interested in looking to see Yui oh. Bowles directing credits, Blood Rain, the Third Rock. Yeah, so Blood Rain, Deliverance. Ugh. Okay, oh, check out Bo- check out Bobby Skullface's reviews. Go ahead. Uh, Force sensitive with him and Gorda really good. Yeah, and uh, one of our very own Sam Mead made an appearance on that uh, today, wasn't it, Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Be out Sunday. Check it out. Cool. Oh well, I the... guess you, if you're a patron of Nerd Rage, you can go ahead and listen to it now. Yeah. yeah. 
Also, Crashbox Customs is the official Mezco supplier to the Rumble Collectors. Check <laughs> the official Mezco supplier of the Masterpiece Ship Peace Theater. Yeah, to the Masterpiece Ship Peace Theater, because I don't buy my shit anywhere else. Um, it was really cool. Chris Scott his di- uh worked with Mezco and got his dios yeah. into SDCC. That's a huge that's, deal. Congratulations to Chris Freemakerton. But it's, it, it can't be overstated, man. That, that's so cool. That's it's a lot of exposure for him, isn't it? That's yeah, great. it's it's a huge accomplishment. I'm yeah. proud of him. I'm happy for him. Thrilled yeah. for him. He had such yeah. he had such a demand for the dock that it is on pre order. Uh, I believe it's two hundred fifteen dollars. Yeah, for shipped. you to get shipped. Worth it for a Popeye oh, yeah. Bluto diorama with an anchor, a rope. Uh, it, it's beautiful. Chris's Chris's work is beyond reproach. He has come such a long way, and that's the great thing about Chris is like you know if you're working, you want to start a dio, or you're working on a dio. I will say this about you know the people that I've hit up and asked for tips: Chris, JD, Bobby, and EE Prime. Even um, you know they all had more experience building dios than me, and they've never shot away from answering a question that I've ever had, you know, in the building of my first few that I've done. So they're, you know, don't hesitate if you're wanting to build something and you need help, don't hesitate to reach out to them. A show that a show that I missed guys was figure banging every other Wednesday. Next Wednesday should be another finger banging. Yes, that is correct. Did you say finger banging or probably figure <laughs> finger. That's on YouTube Red. That's YouTube a, that's a whole that, that's Ace's other show. That's on that's on Red Tube. Yeah, I was gonna say it's on, <laughs> on Twitter. Also, Agabus is the official third party retailer of the Realm of Collectors. Check out Agabus.com with Agabucks. That's right. And go with third the party. Same as, the same as Cash Rewards program. And Haney is a good dude. That's yes, my man. Amazing. I buy. And he's starting Annie. to carry a whole bunch of new lines too. So watch yeah. that yeah. website. So yeah. obviously Annie's watch good. that shit. Um, the disc the discounts Haney can give you are great. His shipping is amazing. Yeah. And I think that's it for plugs right now. It's a you know, it's a good thing our guest canceled tonight because I I, I I might have insulted him a lot and all my shit talking. Oh God. I love hey, you, what Sam. A, what what about um? <laughs> Uh, what 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 about uh what about his shipping? What can you tell us about it, Nick? I don't even know. I think it's free shipping over one hundred and fifty. Yeah, but before five ninety five, it is flat five ninety five flat rate shipping. <laughs> I love your level of concentration there to make it sure is, that you get the fuck it Again. Oh. Until he's drunk and flips up. Oh, dude, I've already killed two mason jars. Good God. All right, guys. So, again, thank you guys for listening. And my sign off, as always, is peace, love, and hair grease. Love you. We don't know why because he doesn't hey, have any hair to grease. Yeah, I know. But, okay. <laughs> Fuck everybody on this panel. You don't know There's going to be a new cast on Masterpiece Shippies next week. Peace out, guys. Later. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Later.